What up, party people? It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 74 of the No Mercy podcast, Animal Farm. Why did we call it Animal Farm? Uh, we talked a lot about animals. We talked about the fucking robot birds. We talked about the fucking cows dying anywhere. We talked about Soylent Green being made of people. We talked about the book Animal Farm. Uh, we went into monkeypox, which is another fucking animal. So this is the Animal Farm episode. And at the back end of the episode, that's where we got into Elon Musk and a lot of the stuff that's going on. But we started off with a hysterical story from fucking Bill Rupp. Had a little fun in the first 20, 30 minutes, as usual. Then got right into the fake birds, dead cows, burning fucking labs, everything that's going on in the world. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, make sure to subscribe, download, write a review, leave a review, and spread it to your friends. Retweet the fucking posts, spread the podcast, spread the love. We're being shadow banned everywhere, as we know. So let's get the word out. Let's get people hearing all this stuff and make sure you subscribe to the No Mercy Plus feed. We just did a pod. We're six episodes deep on No Mercy Plus and the last two have been mostly about Trump. So it's not just all, you know, fun and games over there with me, Kurt and Danny. Uh, go check out the No Mercy Plus feed. Subscribe to that and the No Mercy feed that you're on right now. So without further ado, hit it, Miyagi. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 74 of the No Mercy podcast. We are back, ready to rock. Honestly, there's not that much popping off in the news. Uh, we were trying to wait for something big to happen and just a, a bunch of weird shit. So we're going to kind of cover everything. Uh, I did a, a little cue, not an AMA, Bill, not an AMA. <laughs> not an AMA, not an AMA. I did. Oh, a, was Bill complaining about your Instagram AMAs? Bill oh thinks AMA is super gay. That's going to so be gay. Gay. AMA, AMA is, is fake and gay. AMAs are fake and gay is going to be Bill's <laughs> shirt when we launch the new site that's coming very, very, very soon. Very soon. Um, but I did post a question and I said, hey, what do you guys want to talk about? And oh, honestly, Bob, a lot of the answers were, you know, we want to talk about you, Tommy, uh, but oh, I'm going to ignore yeah, those for the yeah. sake of the show. <laughs> yeah. Please so talk I, about your like Twitter. At least, at least 1% were. Um, someone wrote, I want to hear about your Twitter. So, uh, <laughs> so we're going to cover some topics that I probably already told you in the intro because I record the intro when we're done because I'm from the future. Let me first introduce the host before we get into it. My cousin, co-host. Uh, the designer and creator of Spaces Fake and Gay, mm. ladies and gentlemen, Bob's Lessons. Yeah, available as well for sale. We do have two XLs. I do want to say that for you buff <laughs> individuals. So, you know, but listen, I, you know, I didn't want to say anything about the site, but the, the end, I mean, we are at the finish line right now. And every time Night Ghost, who's been behind the scenes doing amazing work, uh, you know, Every time he sends me new pictures of developments of apparel, the clothing line, and, and just the functionality of the site, especially the forum, we actually talked about details of the forum that we're going to have, which is going to be great because everybody can now put their ideas instead of in our DMs in a forum to be seen by all and all. So that that's that's I'm excited about that. I'm excited too. I'm excited too. It's on the way. And I, Bill, I think Bill just wants to get some fucking Bill Rupp merch out there, right? So Bill. I think a great shirt for uh, people to buy would uh, probably be your intro line. Let's go! 
<laughs> we need a Bill Rupp Let's Go shirt. What up, Rupp? No, not much. Just, uh, just hanging out, waiting for you guys to finally get together to do a, a, another episode. I, <laughs> Bobby's got a gig. He's selling video games. Mm -hmm. Tommy's had 25 edibles. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey. I, I'm the only one who's ready. I told Evan. Evan's like, we got to do one. We got to do one. I'm like, I don't know, Ev. I don't know if it's going to happen. Are you sure you're ready? Because I heard that Drew Barrymore is on vacation and hasn't been doing her Drew news. So I mean, like, my, nine, you... my 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock hour is completely destroyed. <laughs> no Drew's news. No <laughs> Drew's news for Bill Rupp recently. This has been a major problem. So he probably has no fucking idea what's going on in the world and hasn't been able to get the leftist slant on it. So, uh, so we're going to be curious. We're going to actually hear raw Bill Rupp input on things without oh, man. Joy I, I, and Drew Barrymore. I have no idea what's going on besides <laughs> I get to 11 o'clock with my view. The view okay. still brings me, you know, my stuff. But I mean, I'm this morning, I'm searching. The only thing is like Kelly and Ryan. Oh, and, I mean, Kelly's mad because Ryan Seacrest isn't going to be Ken, the new Barbie and Ken movie. God, dude. Ryan Gosling is playing Ken. Well, I mean, he should. He's basically a human. Who Kendall. else would you get? Yeah, I mean, yeah. how do you put anyone else but him there? I mean, she looks perfect. They showed the picture of him with the blonde hair and yeah, little cut off jean jacket and uh, bro. Well, I mean, they have to also what this is, uh, Bob. And we'll get into this in a minute. Uh, what this is with Ryan Gosling is this is probably part of his sacrifice here. This is part of his shaming. I mean, he's going to mm. be a, a Ken doll with bleached hair. The uh, cabal bleaching of the hair, as we know about. He's going to be in what? A pink jacket, you said, Bill? No, no. A jean jacket. A cut-off jean, cut jean jacket. A cut-off jean jacket. And fucking, he's basically a little uh, little plastic sex symbol. Right. So uh, part of maybe part of the sacrifice here. But uh, what I will tell you guys before we start, and this is something that you guys know we don't do many ads on here. We don't do many reads on here at all. Uh, I reached back out to Manscaped. And there's a reason for it. Because I think this Father's Day is the perfect time. We were actually talking about this before the show. So let's pay the bills first. But I want to talk about this for real. So don't, don't fast mm -hmm. forward. Don't go anywhere. Like, I'm just, just stay here. Gentlemen, Father's Day is just around the corner. And our friends at Manscaped are here to ensure all the father figures out there are looking daddy material this June. Manscaped's Performance Package 4.0, which includes their signature lawnmower 4.0, is the perfect bundle to tackle any and all old man hair from head to toe. This right here is no dad joke. Treat him and yourself and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with the exclusive offer. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code NOMERCY. How many spaces, Bob? Zero. Zero spaces at manscaped.com. So go to manscaped.com, promo code no mercy, get 20% off and free shipping. Trust me, his dad bod will thank you. Now that's the part I have to read. But mm -hmm. this is what we were talking about in the on the pre-show. That yeah, I I don't have a father, right? My dad left <laughs> and fucking just said fuck you and bounced. Bill's father's okay. dead, Bobby's father's dead, right? So we're not really the authority on Father's Day. Here, okay? So so is that fair, guys? That's fair. Well, That's safe to say. It's fair, right? Two dead yeah. dads and one who fucking ran away because he thought I mean, it was a shit. Shit, get some manscape for your mom. Right. No, but <laughs> most people do have a father, Bob, shockingly. There are many people out there who have a father. I don't even have a grandfather, but Bob doesn't have a grandfather anymore. Bill, do you have a grandfather? Nope. All right. So well, Kurt's, Kurt's here's the deal. a lot of gifts. If 
you're like I am. Generally, people without fathers, what they do throughout their life is collect father figures, right? Uh-huh, that right. fulfill the that, role. Which I am to you. Jesus, man. If you were a <laughs> father figure. Call me Jesus. I'm not Jesus. I just said father figure. Let's <laughs> let's double it down. I'm not dying Perfect. on a cross here. <laughs> so if you're like the three of us and, and you know, have a dead or absentee <laughs> father. Buy this for your father figures. They'll they'll enjoy it while they're on their lawn. I mean, Kurt and Danny I enjoyed it last night. Uncle Danny. I mean, Kurt, like Kurt and Danny guys- are gonna be flooded because I get I get I get a little I get a little uh, little token from them for free. I'm just kicking that right over to Danny. You should and, uh, send everything to Danny. I'm sure that guy's hairy as hell down there. <laughs> I want to visualize what is down there. But <laughs> the funny thing is that like we were talking about this pre-show legitimately. Like we get excited when the manscape package comes. Like this mm-hmm. shit is actually fire. This is not yeah. like no, a, and um, it is no no joke, no joke, one hundred percent. I am wearing the underwear as we speak. I put wow. them on this morning. I didn't even notice. I'm wearing them right now. Well, they go, are I want a picture on Twitter of you in nothing but your manscape boxers. I mean, I I can't believe I'm wearing them, and we're doing the same. They're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> they are awesome. They're very comfortable. But I'm still working through the ball toner. I had a four hour gig last night, and I I I probably spent about ten minutes lathering myself in the bathroom, and four hours of sweating and prancing, like we say. I get off the stage, and I got home, and you know, sometimes you take off your pants and there's that foul odor from four hours of, you know, I mean, we'd assume that happens to you a lot. I picture you being very smelly. (laughs) Yeah. So I I I picture you having smelly, smelly grundle syndrome. Yeah. I felt so great and smelled so great that I almost skipped a shower this morning. Wow. Wow. That's how, that's how, that's what Bob uses the fucking ball spritzer for. (laughs) He just fucking sprays it on himself. She's like, what was that thing? He's like, Bob, did you shower? He's like, yeah, yeah. What was that thing did, did, um, did, what's his name did? The baby pose or whatever? The, uh, what? Um, oh, oh, Deshaun Watson. What did he do? (laughs) What was it called, Bob, when he was fucking grabbing his ankles and putting his butthole straight up at the masseuse? I have like no happy idea. Baby, happy baby, Bill. Happy baby, happy baby pose. Yeah, Bobby gets in the happy baby pose, and Ash is just like spraying <laughs> his fucking butthole. Bobby, you but, have yeah. to Google the happy baby pose. Uh, no, I don't want to do that. Right like- Everyone, stop what you're doing. Google happy baby pose. That's what Deshaun Watson was doing in his massages. <laughs> I feel like this is like the new blue waffle. Like, hey, dude, look up blue waffles. Cool. No, cool. no, no. I swear to God, bro. This Ookie is- Cookie. <laughs> <laughs> this is new Ookie Cookie. Doing. This is what the man was doing. It's ridiculous. I, I can't. I can't even can picture we, someone doing that. Can we add that Deshaun Watson to the end of this podcast because we talked about yes. this topic? Just add it to the notes. Add it to the notes. Right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna add it right there. now. So, and, and I was saying it beforehand. I was like, dude, this is literally the perfect because Father's Day. Like when you did have a dad, like or if you do currently, I was like, what the fuck do you get your dad for Father's Day? Right? Like you, when you're little, you get him a fucking hammer and you fucking make a mug. But this is like perfect. A hammer. Got, yeah, I mean, I mean, I would a want hammer. the fuck. Yeah, you really didn't have a dad. Maybe that's, Here's why, this fucking, maybe that's why he fucking left. I can tell you never bought a Father's Day. I mean, you have never had a Father's Day. Dude. I'm telling you. I mean, that's why he walked out. He was like, "This fucking little fuck, give me a hammer." Get the fuck out of here. It's like fuck giving him. It's like giving your wife a vacuum cleaner for I Christmas. Mean, I think that would be a great idea. A shark vacuum. My, my mom. Awesome. That's the one story she told about my dad repeatedly. She's like. My, that he couldn't give gifts and he thought it was a good idea to get her a fucking vacuum cleaner. For I had Christmas. a friend of mine who gave his wife an ab roller. 
<laughs> exactly. It's yeah, like buying her a treadmill. He said because she looked at the thing he wanted an admiral. I'm like, you might as well give her a fucking card that just says you uh, fat fuck. You know, <laughs> get on this. But uh, what you can do, for especially for someone like Uncle Danny, who's probably got like fucking tremendous tremendous views. <laughs> like, I can't even imagine when the last time Danny Manscaped. Oh my god. I mean, is, he yeah. is he calling in today? I mean, he might be. He actually is not hairy, shockingly. Uh, no, you think he would. But I picture him having a huge bush and he could probably, oh use, my he could probably use the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. Uh, it's a weed whacker, basically, ear to nose. and uh, He could trim up all his shit. He could use the ball spray. But I really think this is a good gift. This is why I wanted to get this out for this week because Father's Day is coming. This actually is a really good gift. It comes in a dope box. You get a fucking like a, a t-shirt and boxers and fucking uh, you, get, you can make your own little fucking fun box. Uh, the uh, what am I thinking? The deodorant, not deodorant. What the shit you use in the shower on your hair? Why can't it? Shampoo uh, and conditioner. It literally left my vernacular. It just fucking completely <laughs> left. But uh, you guys should all go out there. Go right now after you finish Googling Ookie Kooky and fucking happy baby. Get over to manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with code Bob. No mercy without a space because no space is fake. No space. Manscaped.com, no mercy, no spaces. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code Bob. No mercy, no space. Right. Shake what your mama gave you. Nah. Shake what your daddy gave you. How about that? Back to you. That was great. That was was pretty good. Did, Did you like the tone of the ending there? Yeah. All right, good. Yeah. I think they'll be proud of that. All right, but yeah, in all seriousness, go go to manscaped.com. Get that shit fucking dope. <clears throat> um, all right, so where do we want to start here? I think we need to start before we get into the conspiracy stuff. Bobby, you haven't heard this yet. Yeah, I don't. all it says is Mandy. Mandy, yes. Uh, Mandy ShopRite. Um, so, Bill, oh, okay. uh, before we get popping here, please fill the people in on what happened to you. <laughs> I mean, this is only bill and we know bill doesn't lie and we heard this live like he called like on the discord like going nuts like in the moment so bill tell us what happened to you at Shoprite the other day uh so i am in Shoprite shopping with my mom mm-hmm. and we're you know we're walking around and Shoprite plays music mm-hmm. over the loudspeaker you know right. in between in between like oh go to aisle two this block right so all of a sudden the song mandy came on by barry manlow so, you know, I'm walking around and by the meat section now. Oh, we're going to talk and, about meat with all the cows dying. So. I'm, I'm, I'm humming it, you know, and then I start singing a little bit. Oh, Mandy, you know, and I'm singing. And then the lady next to me, I hear her singing a little bit. So I kind of look at her. Oh, my God, a flash mob. Dude, it's a fucking flash mob. She starts laughing, right? And then another guy next to me, I hear. No. Well, you kissed me and stopped me from shaking. And then I'm like, well, all right. And, yeah. I'm like, and, I and then I'm the first one. So I yell it out. And I need you today. I'm a bandy. And then this guy, black dude, comes out of the area. And he just starts going nuts. Oh, Mandy, well, you came and you gave without taking, and he's got a beautiful voice. He's <laughs> like an angel. Like, I'm just going nuts. Like, holy Christ, we like kind of everybody's three part harmonies. Y'all are doing like three part harmonies and shit. There's like eight people now joining in. <laughs> the meat is against the wall. Then there's like the bakery section right next to it, and then the fish section. 
So everybody starts coming over. They're snapping and then like the <laughs> one guy and then the lady starts. She's like, and I'm standing on the edge of time. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. And then we all start freaking singing it. And then we get to the end and we all just start doing it. And everyone's going, oh, Mandy. And we're singing the whole thing. And at the end, the guy takes it, but we let, we all got quiet at the end, and he and we're like, I'm like, take it, buddy. And he sings the music. <laughs> now there's like 30 people in ShopRite. And the guy finishes, and we get a clap. Everyone's, everyone's clapping. We get bro. The fish guy comes out. The lady, the lady with her little kid who's ordering a cake, they're watching. Everybody's bakery. Everybody's clapping. Oh my bro, it was awesome. I was I was so in tuned with how I was singing. <laughs> Were you nervous? I, I couldn't record it. Like nobody was. Oh, oh no. I no, I no, I honestly, Bill Bob, I asked him, how did you not record this? Right. And his first yeah. reaction was, Are you fucking crazy? I was so locked in in that moment. I cared about oh, nothing right, else. Right. But that's old school. Because yes. Bill, what was the average age of the people singing? Uh, probably 40, 50. Oh, they were lit. They know how to live in the moment. We knew how to live and enjoy something back then instead of stopping and having to film everything. Like the best moments in my life, even to this day, I had didn't film, you know, even something that happened at the Yankee game. I didn't film because it was just so much fun. I didn't see one person filming. Right. Can we also talk about how the fact that, oh yeah. How many millennials were singing? Is that what you asked? No, yeah. none, none. They probably ran away thinking something like scared. That's so, only an old people thing that where that can happen. Yeah. The other thing is, I'm. In, it's interesting because that's not a very popular song, I mean, and for that many different types. I mean, it is, but it's not like Sweet Caroline. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. To see right. that many people in a convenient, like I'm envisioning, like, like. You know, guy comes out with the broom singing and then fish guy, you know, grabs a bat, uses it it as a microphone. The fucking lobsters are fucking, you know, clapping their claws together and shit. The best part is Bill goes over back to his mom. Bill, tell what happened. So so then I I texted right away. I texted on Twitter. I'm like, oh, my God, we just had a flash mob in here singing Mandy. And then um, so we, we finish and everybody's clapping. Like, it was literally nuts. We had 30 people surrounding. Everyone's clapping. People were singing. And then everyone just separates. Like, See, that's what I was going to ask. Like, you know, it, like it's like that Austin Powers thing where they're all laughing. <laughs> and then, like, eventually the laugh, like, dies down and you go back to doing what you were normally doing. Yeah, and everyone like, just leaves. So the song just ends and then, like, the, the, the uh, you know, the music, uh, the elevator music comes back on and the guy goes back to chopping meat and the other guy goes back to stocking shelves and yeah. like, you know like, it's like everyone just turns around and like keeps shopping and just goes right about their day right like, and, like up, i pick up like a quarter pound of, or a pound of chopped meat put it in my <laughs> i mean this, this song ends and you're like give me a half pound of your 85 lean yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everyone the guy who's just singing is like you know not even acknowledging him just like yeah, yeah i got you like, but yeah. here's bill's tweet at 12 26 p.m on uh on june 6th uh 
I'm at ShopRite and they play music over the loudspeaker. Then the song Mandy by Barry Manilow came on. I'm singing it. Then the lady next to me, then the guy behind me, the girl next to him, and the whole store breaks out in Mandy, exclamation point. It was awesome, exclamation point. So he was live tweeting the event as it was happening. Hey, Bobby, it was probably one of the funnest times I've had. And, and what did your mom say? So then I go, and my mom's at the end because she did. She's, she's looking for, I think, chicken. Is that all the way at the end? And she's like, what was going on over there? I was, she was like, I heard singing or something. I was like, yeah, mom, that was me. <laughs> I was like, mom, we were just singing, man. She's like, yeah, I saw everybody around over there. I, I thought someone fainted or something, but I heard singing. Was it someone's birthday? I'm like, no, we were singing the song. It was awesome. She started <laughs> laughing. She's like, what? I'm like, yeah. We were, she's like, I saw everybody singing. I thought it was a birthday or something. And then you say one of the guys tried to like start it again yes, later. Yes, so then like another. Like, oh, no, no, don't do 15, it. 15, yeah. 20 minutes, 15 minutes later, because you go around and we go, go up and down the aisles. There was a guy pushing the, a stock guy, a stock, the shelves guy. And another song came on. I forget the name of it. Maybe. It doesn't matter yeah. what song oh, comes on. I don't care. He started singing it, right? No. That, there's always that one guy. Dude. Up, yep. And it was over. Nobody followed. I had I to be a young kid who tried to he start it. Tried over. to get in on it. No, it was like a middle-aged man. Like he just felt he left just, out. He just yeah, missed it. he was because he missed it. And he started, he tried to get it going again, but that it's over. Yeah, it's done. Yeah, no, you yeah. can't replicate that. You can't like, especially you need to have the same group of people. Like you gotta yeah. have the, I mean, yeah. let me tell you, the, the whole thing that brought it together was the black guy coming out, the meat, the meat guy. Yeah. <laughs> so meat guy, meat guy put it to the next Dude, level. You, you know, the big black guy had a great voice. I'm picturing like the big black guy from season like, one. Oh, of Mandy. Yeah, he was in all these yeah. roles and shit. He yeah. had an angel voice. Like, you know, like the, uh, like the, yeah. <laughs> the falsetto. Yeah, it was like, it was beautiful, bro. Oh, like, we, we let him take the one chorus, then we all chime back in. And at the end, I just yell out, I'm like, finish it. The conductor, the yeah, starter. Are you, con are you conducting this whole operation? Yeah, there, yeah. Were there sections? Was there like a. Oh, there were yeah. sections. Yeah, we all started in the beginning. Bill just pointing at people like you. And then <laughs> he came in with the chorus. Like we were all singing the chorus, but then he finished the chorus. Wow. Did you have any baritones that were going like bum bum? No. Bum, bum, bum. Bob, it's not a movie. <laughs> we needed that. Bob thinks it's like a fucking like Pixar movie. <laughs> the, the Lobsters lady, coming and singing. The lady, Bob, the lady who came in, she sang what you would call the bridge, obviously. Uh, yeah. Oh, you need a bridge person because uh, I'm so, not a bridge so, person. Yeah. So it was right after the chorus and the part was like, it was goes fast. Yesterday's a dream. I'm this morning. Crying on the breeze. The pain is calling. And then everyone goes back into the chorus. She sang that so beautiful. Wow. Literally, like, on point. Like You know what's sad? Like, that's the last time you're going to see most of those people ever again. But oh, you dude, have I was a thinking about that, You man. have a moment with them. And this is what's lost in society nowadays. Yeah. That you now fucking had, you know, 15 strangers share a moment together that is like no one can ever understand if you put the video out it's it, it just it's not even it's not the same right like you have that mm -hmm. moment that's just your moment those 10 people and then you all just fucking went your separate ways and maybe one day you see that person in a fucking shop right again or at a cvs and you could be like hey you remember the flash mob back fucking when we sang mandy 
But that's what's missing in society. There's no real moments anymore. Like, yeah. People don't have those real genuine moments that aren't for anyone else. They're not for social media. They're not for everyone to see. It's just that's our moment. It happened. And it was awesome. And uh, it's I like think- that Norm McDonald joke where he's like, you know, back in the day, there was that one picture of the family, you know, that took like an hour to fucking make. And then the rest of it was just either oral history or whatever. But now it's like, hey, do you want to see like a hundred thousand pictures of your fucking mother? Yeah, like who cares? You know, You're desensitized. Doing blow in college. Yeah, totally yeah. desensitized to it. Yeah. And then the next. It was crazy, bro. It was crazy. And then at the end, like we're all going up and, you know, because I was like. That's in there the- wasn't like a laugh or a high five. We are or- to get off Mandy at some point, guys. We're about everybody, 30 minutes. Well, everybody turned around. <laughs> they were like, oh, my God. You're like that was The lady was like, oh, my God, that was so fun. Thank you. And stuff like that. And then because that was like in the beginning of my shopping. So I saw all those people like basically going up and down the aisles later. And you know, it's kind of awkward by then because yeah. then like you keep seeing them. And it's, like, <laughs> it's like, all right, we had our moment. It's like. You know, when you have a great one night stand, it's like, all right, get out of here. Never see me again. Yeah. By the time, like, because it's in the beginning, like, this is aisle yeah. three. By the time I got to, like, oh. aisle 10, oh, yeah, wow. Like, wow. Aisle seen, I've seen them, like, eight times already. And right. I'm so, like, and now you're over them. Yeah. Who has the who has the best voice? Is it the vegetable aisle people? Is it the cereal aisle people? Is it the bread people? I think it was people? just that the acoustics Listen, in aisle I three think, were. I think the meat people. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so let's so let's let's uh as as great as that was, like I said, we're 30 minutes in still talking about man. We're gonna have to pivot here, boys. So well, uh, we I, are, I just I know you want to keep talking about it, Bob. Bill, that's, that's your TikTok. That's your TikTok, dude. I mean, like that is your TikTok. That's what it should be. No, like, see, that's a millennial state. Yeah. You're trying to take a genuine moment and make it and commercialize it. Yes, no, for the, the no, purpose of no, our show no, and our brand. Genuine, not for genuine moments we have to keep genuine moments precious i couldn't like i i couldn't believe that nobody okay. was recording it was and just we're back on mandy no stop okay. everyone shut up no 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 tommy oh how about the genuine moments of our conversations that turned into a fucking podcast right because that's different though because these aren't like special what? moments I don't. I'm not gonna have a special moment with you talking. It's just a we had shit. a seven-hour fucking phone conversation that turned into a podcast with a hundred thousand downloads. Right, actually four million, but a hundred thousand an episode. Well, but an the, episode, yeah, yes. Yeah. But the uh, but yes, because that the conversation was informative. We were, the goal of that conversation was for us both to learn, right? So we both was wanted it to though. Learn. I mean, I think more for for me than you at that point. But um, yeah. you know, well, we were, like we were, I said, this was in the meat section, so I mean, that's a great. Yeah, but like something like that. That's just a. That's <laughs> just not, a I was trying to help you out there. That's yeah, a no, yeah, segue. Yeah. No, I'm, I got the segue there. That was good though, Bill. It was good. It was good. It was. Good. It was. It was. But you we're just, not going you to just tried to one time him. Yeah. Like hockey said, term, and he produce. just fucking. I did. I did. He didn't catch on. No, you said me because if you look at the list, the next thing is birds. Birds oh, are. I, I didn't even see. So I didn't even yeah, see you should have gone poultry, and then I, you would have. Yeah, fucking... I didn't see the list. It was a good attempt. Well, my mom was in the in the chicken section. So. Speaking of chicken, speaking of chicken, chicken wow, is a form look of a at bird. That. And uh, Bill had another experience. This is going to be a much quicker story. Just something that happened that is going to dovetail into the birds being fake and gay conspiracy, which we're going to address here. But uh, I, I don't know if it was the same day or the next week. It was, it was very close in timing to the Mandy story. 
uh, maybe a week before or something. But Bill, you saw someone retrograde. Uh, yeah, Bill, you saw someone sitting with a shirt on. What happened? There? Yeah, I went out to eat and somebody walked past me and then sat like two chairs down. Uh, all birds are fake. Mm-hmm. And birds aren't real. Yeah, yeah birds, that's probably what it said. All birds aren't real. Right. Yeah. And and I'm like, what? And I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, what is this? I'm like, so I'm me. I'm just nosy. And I'm like, hey, bud, what's all birds aren't real. What does that mean? <laughs> he's like, well, he's like, what, what do you mean? What does it mean? All birds aren't real. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, what is that? The name of a band or something? <laughs> he's, like, no. he's like, you know, Mandy. The bird, he's like the birds outside. Uh, now I'm like, well, you, and then his friend just leans back in the chair and like runs his fingers through his hair. So I knew that this guy was a nut. Yeah. And I'm like, he wears that shirt everywhere, every day. Begging one person is going to ask him the question. Yes. So he's telling me that every bird in the world is fake. Now, I've never heard this in my life. Never did. They're all drones Mm -hmm. sent to spy on us. Mm -hmm. So I'm telling him, listen, I could see maybe one bird being a drone. That'd be a good idea. You know, the government plants like it in and they follow like. Right. That's That's what I believe. I believe some birds are fake. But I'm like, well, what about the baby birds that are born out of the eggs or, you know, a anything dead like bird that. on the road where you see its guts. hanging? Yeah. I'm like, my dog got a bird in the backyard and it, it killed it. And the guts were flying out. That wasn't a robot. No, no, no. He's like, no, no, that's that. They're so far ed- engineering that all those guts and everything are actually pieces to like motors and everything. Well, he went on. And then I had like everybody at the bar was talking about this. Like, we all started going nuts about him. Then I tell you, Tommy, and you tell me this is something real. Yeah, this is a real um, this is a real conspiracy theory. Um, it's kind of started. I'll let Bob kind of talk about the the origins of it. But it is something that is topical and is something that I don't think we've ever talked about in this podcast. Um, so, Bob, I'll let you start it because I think it started as kind of like a spoof, correct? Yeah, it started as satire. But just like with anything, what happens is is... Uh, sometimes with satire, there's elements of truth, but then there's also people that take that satire and don't recognize it as satire right. and take Roman. it to a whole another level. Now, sometimes truths can be discovered within some of this shit. Well, but, Bobby, I so when he said that, I googled it. So he I, said all birds all, aren't real. Right, right. All. Everyone, an idiot. right? And, and okay. I and I read that some guy started it as like a political movement so i don't agree with that because i remember hearing about birds being fake in like the early 2000s and this dude's site was from like six years ago or something right like i remember hearing about this how birds are satellites or some but this well, that dude- yeah it's different i mean it's like the you know people have said space is fake for you know right. however long but the space is fake and gay as like a movement you know is is you know, like a separate entity, like the birds aren't real. That's just like a branding of it. And it took it to the next level. Right. So the bottom line is that the whole concept behind it, and you hear a lot of people talking about this, it's kind of similar. And this is what makes it tough, especially with someone like Bill, who's kind of like one toe in the conspiracy world. And, you know, the other nine toes are fucking, you know, believe everything that, you know, Joy Behar says. So mm-hmm. it's very difficult because this is the reason why I've gotten so angry with QAnon. And so have you, Bob. Mm-hmm. And I've even gotten angry with MAGA uh, of late. 
because I feel like there comes a point where you can spread conspiracy information and you can spread good information to educate that maybe it's not true. Maybe it is like how much stuff do we really have a hundred percent fact of anything? Like, I don't know the Clintons are drinking baby blood. I don't know that this is going on. That's going on. The moon is fake, this and that, but it's great to talk about. And, and there's something to it, right? Like, did we land on the fucking moon? There's fucking a hundred pieces that should make you question whether that happened or not. But no one knows 100%, right? So as long as people are putting forth well-researched, good arguments for something, I think it's great. The problem is once you get the idiots, uh, which is this kid with the shirt on, representing the community and doing right. this speaking and That's speaking it. the loudest, then you start to hate that kid. Like, I hate that kid more than I hate anyone because – that's a real thing and a cool topic to talk about. We know they're spying on us. Uh, Bobby's going to talk in a second, I think, about the birds that all fucking dropped dead and fucking disappeared and everything. We're going to talk about the cows that all just died. So we know that animals are being used for multiple different reasons. And we know if you were going to spy on people, what better way than to make a drone that looks exactly like a bird? So there's validity to it. But you get the Q people and the MAGA people who just go crazy, stop fact-checking anything, and start telling Bill, all birds are fucking fake. And then when I try to have a real conversation with him about it, he's already turned off, Bob. Yeah, and Bill, you're 100% sure this guy wasn't trolling you? No, he no. wasn't. Dude, these people, dude, these people exist everywhere. Because as soon as I saw his friend's face when I asked mm -hmm. him about the shirt and, like, you know, how, like, someone's like, oh, bro, here we go again. You know, like, he ran his fingers through his hair and he leaned back. And he was just like, like, he's got, you know, you know if someone's trying like, dude, Bob, do you hear what the Q people are talking about right now? Yeah. I mean, I no, mean, that's not, whole, it's not, it's not crazier than the bird shit. It's way crazier than the bird. He had shit. the whole bar, like the bar area, like asking him, and he was dead serious. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah. That's but. fine. Cause I've been in that situation with, with certain things, but I'm not going to advertise. I, I, I wouldn't advertise it on my shirt to like, you know, like he's, he's looking for a combo. Or yeah, yeah, exactly. you wouldn't advertise it on the shirt like space is fake and gay i mean okay <laughs> <laughs> fair enough the, fair uh, enough. the other thing about it bob i think you lose track of the swag you know how we always say uh arrogantly so that we made conspiracy cool right you yes we made it sexy right we made it sexy right like three years ago we're about to make it sexier in about a week or two but oh man very sexy but basically what conspiracy theorists even us like back if you go back just pre-COVID, we're fucking weirdos in a basement with no one to talk to about this shit. So, yeah. so that's normal. That's actually more normal than doing a podcast about it is being a weirdo hunting down conversations and adamantly screaming about how my point is right, you know, with your tin hat on in your basement and your transistor radio eating canned food. Like that is the conspiracy theorist. Right. I, I, I think there's, for example, and I'm not just pushing our apparel, but we have a shirt that says like conspiracy. I mean, realist. you're not supposed to, you're not, well, now someone can just take it and put it out. Now we lost it. This is, oh, why. really? Yeah. Mm. Well, now, we're, now we're fucked. Thanks. Mm. Right. This is why, this is, you're out. You're out. All right. right. Well, Part either way, I will, I will say that our shirts will provoke healthy conversations and like, without making us look like psychopaths. Right. Does that make which sense? Is, right, which is making so it sexy. It, yes, it's generic. Not generic, but like less... Um, I mean, just stop talking about the company. You're killing what, it. You just no, gave away like, something. Oh, you just called our shirts generic. I mean, you're, you're killing it. You're killing it. No, what I'm saying, it's more like... It, it, it starts conversations macro, rather than going macro. from like macro, rather than going into birds aren't real. It just says, hey, 
I'm open for conversation if right. you want to talk about right. it. Right. That's it's it's a it's an they're icebreaker shirts. Yeah. Like for example, I have the I used to have the uh, Fibonacci uh sequence on my Jeep. And Oh yeah. Yeah, I did for like a long time and all it did was uh you know, the people that knew what it was, it started interesting conversations all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but I mean, putting that, that birds on, awesome. I, I shouldn't say anything because I have spaces faking. I mean, gay you literally have spaces faking gay is the only shirt that you have. <laughs> That's one hundred percent of your clothing line right now. I think it's a hilarious shirt. You well, know? I mean, I think and birds, I, all birds aren't real, is hilarious too. I'm wondering how many like arguments my shirt has caused in public, or like how many people yeah, just go up to them. Anyone? Yeah. So maybe Let I'm. Let me a ask this, Bill. Yeah. What do you think is crazier, Bill, as a normie, that space is completely fake? and gay or that all birds are fake and gay what do you think is less likely or what do you think is more likely the birds is ridiculous 100 you think the birds is more ridiculous right so you think there's a better chance that there's no space than that there's no birds no i could definitely yeah definitely the birds because space like i mean i can go outside like i said i've i've caught a bird i've found baby birds my dog has ripped up a bird right so that's already by me yeah he's got a pit bull yeah, that's oh, okay. that's rip, rip you up too, Bob. If you came by, mm. so that's <laughs> that's debunked. I can't go. Like my plan to prove oh, the Jesus. space is for me and Tommy to go to space. So right, right. now it's about two hundred thousand dollars. Right. Sure if we wait like five years or so, it'll be cut down. Mm. So my goal is when we retire and Tommy and I get our little RV and we go around the country, um, we will go to space and I will prove to him that space is real. Okay, so let me read this from the official Birds Aren't Real site. This is kind of the mission statement. What? Did you guys hear that? No, that was me. I put ESPN on. It didn't come through on this thing. Good. Okay. No, I didn't hear it. Hurry on. Yeah, it should be in your audio settings that it won't pick up your computer stuff. Uh, Okay, so this is from the Birds Aren't Real site. Um, The Birds Aren't Real. Keep in mind, uh, grain of salt satire, but, you know, uh, this pivots into a conversation the birds aren't real movement exists to spread awareness that the u.s government genocided over 12 billion birds from 1959 to 2001 and replaced these birds with surveillance drone replicas which still watch us every day once a a preventative cause our initial goal was to stop the forced extinction of real birds yada 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 so Mm -hmm. the whole idea the premise is that uh 12 billion birds were replaced with drone replicas to spy on us now here's the thing and this gets into a you know different conversation once certain technology is no longer necessary i don't think they need bird drones because i think the technology is well well advanced i have been saying this for a long time and maybe this is just my area and it's the same theory I have with NPCs during know, the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was a kid, I saw flying V's, flocks of birds. I have a nice like plot in the side yard filled with birds this time of year, chirping, you know, like swarms of them in trees, power lines, everywhere in my area. I don't see shit now. Like, I swear to God, if I see two birds flying together, it's like it's like the equivalent of like, I don't see kids playing outside anymore. Like there are no birds in my town anymore. 
and it's like it's it's almost alarming to me and i've thought about it i was like what is it is it like the electrical fields that have changed and maybe it pushes the birds out into the country maybe it disrupts their flight patterns and you know but birds have this strange way of sensing patterns and responding to it like i i you know they they operate on frequency that's why like when a storm's coming you'll generally he- see the birds like go hide like you well, you know like me, a bad storm you let go. me let me add to you here <clears throat> so i'm just googling this as you're talking and of course like we said whenever there's parody there's a lot of times they'll put the parody out to uh form a, you know the best offense is a good defense right right like if you know that you're gonna end up wiping out a bunch of birds birds are gonna die for whatever reason and you know you're gonna maybe put some drones in or whatever the fuck it is you're gonna want to get ahead of it and make it sound ridiculous the same way as they put adrenochrome in fear and loathing in las vegas right they they put this stuff the predictive programming that we talk about in these movies and shows so this could have been a complete psyop ahead but here's an article right here bill a science article um, from not from like a conspiracy site, right? And just a regular fucking website. It says birds are dying in the United States and no one knows why. There's a new epidemic, this time among birds. An illness is infecting them in the U.S. capital and it's spreading. Experts mm-hmm. say the cause is unknown. While humans mm. and other animals continue to grapple with COVID-19, a new epidemic seems to have hit multiple bird species in North America. Across the United States, people have been finding dead birds. The birds appear to have been hit by a wave of mysterious illness since April. Um, and, and they start going into how a third of the birds are fucking gone, uh, right okay. here, uh, right here. Hold on. Let me read yeah. Let me read this. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. We are losing our population of birds at an alarming rate, says Monsma. What uh, does that sound like? Right? How- Including, uh, fledlings, European starlings, blue jays, and other, uh, about a third of the species in America are decreasing rapidly. It's spreading to other species, he says, and we certainly cannot rule out other possibilities that it might spread to humans. So, okay, let me ask. So, there's the birds are disappearing left and right. It says there's about fifty to a hundred. Let's just say fifty billion birds on Earth. What's a third of fifty? Is it about fifteen billion? Yeah. And and so the the site says, and that they're claiming that twelve billion birds from nineteen. 19- 59 to 2001 were replaced with drugs. That's a little bit under it's right on the number. <laughs> right. Like, and, and that was written. The, the birds are fake. The birds are drone shit started years ago. So, right. Like, so it's probably less than all of a sudden now we're saying, oh, wait, there's 15 billion birds missing. Like I've been saying it for years. Where are the fucking birds? Like, where did they all go? And maybe it's just in my area. I don't know. But I, I guarantee you not many people have thought about the, the slow disappearance of birds. Now, I, I know pe- a lot of people have seen these videos of flocks of thousands of birds falling just from the dying. sky simultaneously dive bombing. <laughs> just look it up. I mean, there, there are video Bill, montages. Have you seen the footage from like the fucking like door cam? It's like footage it's always in like Russia like, or like fucking thousands Poland of birds shit. just drop to the ground at the same exact time. Have you seen this stuff? Uh, on by the electrical lines. I mean, not like just no, no, no. Like just boom, just no. die. I mean, yeah. in movies. No, no, no. Like the real it's footage. Real. Ah, uh, no, nah, probably not. That everyone's just rubbing off as like, ah, it's coincidence. Something weird must have happened. He is. He's struggling without Drew's news, dude. He doesn't know what to do. <laughs> But uh, so so, Bill. I mean, we got a lot of fucking birds. We're, we're, I mean, isn't the birds I mean, the I whole reason for plastic straws getting eliminated? I see. I still see birds. I don't know what Bobby's talking about. Oh, what about squirrels, Bill? Squirrels were gone from last. That was that was mysterious last year. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I, maybe the squirrels are. Maybe they. Maybe they had to swap out the squirrels and replace them with drones. Maybe half they, the squirrels are drones. They are back though this year. The squirrels. Right. Maybe they're drones though. I mean, there's a possibility. Maybe they had to swap out the squirrels, p- replace them with drones, and half the squirrels you see are I drones. Mean, listen, that was so weird last year when there was no squirrels. I mean, it was just insane. Um, but like, isn't that shit weird? I don't see fucking caterpillars anymore. I don't see that many butterflies. So I, I don't. I really don't know what's going on. I really don't. And but, here's a good. Yeah. Sorry, sorry to cut you off here. Not go but here's a good example of the shirt, like how to how to open a conversation. Like we should have a shirt that says "Where are the birds?" Yeah. Right. Like yes. that's a great conversation but starter. And birds. not all birds are fake. You but know? I see the birds. Right. You've seen the drones. Well, I mean, listen. The article just said that fucking <laughs> the thirty three percent of them are gone. So maybe they're all still in Bloomfield. Yeah. Listen, I still see them every day. I because I if I put out a bird feeder out there. Within 15 minutes, I'll have black crows. Oh, you got I'll drones have... fucking all over. Oh, you over got you. black drones. I'll have everything out there. Squirrels, freaking Squirrel. drones. Not last year. Everything. Well, that, that that's where all the fucking birds went to Bill's front yard. Yeah. Bill lives in his own little world. There's a four block. There's a like four, four house by six house radius. That <laughs> is the land that time forgot. Where Bill lives, <laughs> where people still like talk to their neighbors about how's your day going. Where I mean, it's like everybody. literal Truman Show. I mean, yeah, like Bill lives like off a main road, like five blocks from me, and he has deer in his backyard. He's probably got a <laughs> bear showing up. He's got fucking. I mean, he's got he's got tomatoes growing and raspberries, and it's it's literally like I mean, it's it's amazing. It's like that uh, that that town in Big Fish. It's just yeah. that that like perfect little yeah, just a little town. just yeah. a, this is squared off Bill. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, Bill's like, I saw a pterodactyl today. You know, like, <laughs> nothing, nothing would surprise me. A brontosaurus came by. Jenna chased him off. Oh, like, man. I would believe all of it. But, but. yeah, dude, like, uh, there is a Twitter account. The guy is, and I love the name. It's Why Ban Flat Earth? And that's a good question. Why, do, you know, it's not the earth is flat. It's why do people ban it? Why right. Why is it being erased? That's a good question. Same and that's with a the good Holocaust. Convert. Yeah, why I mean, we can't talk about it. I couldn't. I, know. I, didn't, I didn't even know this until Bobby told me and Tripoli. Like, these are the two. And listen, I've been balls deep in conspiracies since 2001, right? Like, balls deep since then, right? Me and Bobby fucking related. We didn't just start talking about this four years ago. Like, this has been our whole life. I didn't even understand that you can get kicked off YouTube and everything for talking about the Holocaust. And whenever I start to see shit, like, when they start telling you, you can't talk about this. I mean, and the funny thing is the Holocaust is something that Bill Rupp even fucking is kind of in on. Bill, you said you don't believe that many people died, right? Well, yeah, I don't believe it was the millions like they said. Uh, I do believe it happened, but I just don't believe of. Listen, I don't want to be insensitive to people um, because it was an awful, horrible thing. But like I said, after you see, like if they come and they get Tommy, like they Tommy's gone, him and his whole neighborhood you know, thousands of people are carted off in this train. Like birds? Yeah. (laughs) Like the squirrels from last year. (laughs) And then you start to hear rumors, like where they went and then everything else. Bro, when they come to get you and your block or your area, you're going to fight back. You know, and if it's that many people, like they said, millions, the groups had to be thousands, right? Like a whole train full of thousands of people. And mm-hmm. I don't care how much ammo you have. 
if you run, they didn't have any ammo. Apparently, that was the first thing they did was take the guns. If you have all the guns, Bobby, and I have yeah. thousands of people on my side, you can't kill everyone. Eventually, yeah. that like like uh, the mob will storming, swarm you like the zombies like, in the zombie movie. A few what, zombies go down, but they eventually. What get happened in storming this when they tried to storm the beach at Normandy? Right. Yeah, oh, I thought you were about to say storm the Capitol. I was, I was going gonna fucking, Everybody yeah, I was got killed the first wave, like uh, that Tom Hanks movie. The first wave of people all got killed. You ever, <laughs> see, you ever see the South Park episode? Operation, <laughs> yeah, Operation Get Behind the Darkies. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, who's going to be that front line, Bill? Are you going to be that front line? Not right. me, bud. Operation yeah. get behind I think the that's what happened with, with some of the Holocaust. I don't, I don't think they wanted to die yes, initially. Yes. Like I say, you the front line people get killed, and then after <laughs> wave after wave after wave, you get them. you make, and then you take their guns, and now you have guns. Exactly. exactly. Right. I'm with you, Bill. Oh, smile. You go ahead. I'll be right behind you. <laughs> Hold on, I have to tie my shoe, Bobby. Go ahead. <laughs> but I mean, you know, another thing I've always thought about, and this is fucking like some. Uh, what was the movie I was just? I was watching some dystopian movie the other day where they were taking the kids. And they thought they were doing like amazing things with them and they were incinerating them. Oh, uh, is people? that where is Monday or what happened to Monday? Yeah, what happened to Monday? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. man, dude. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, what happened to people going witness protection? I mean, how do you know they don't oh. just fucking burn these people and get rid of them? Yeah. Like in today's world where you have fucking every type of technology and everything everywhere, there's two different sides of witness protection for me. One, Either they're going, hey, just tell us everything and we'll fucking, uh, you know, we're going to send you off to witness protection. You can live a great life. Just get your mm-hmm. family, pack your bags. And then they go, oh, they put you on a fucking boat and boom, they just drown you. Like you go to the bottom of the ocean and put you in an incinerator and burn you up and you're gone, right? You're gone. Mm-hmm. Because if you're in witness protection in the year of our Lord, 2022, uh, someone's going to fucking find you, right? Yep. Someone's going to see you with all the technology and shit that we have, facial recognition, this, that, and the other thing. So I think they're either fucking killing all the witness protection people, killing the witnesses, or maybe they have these secret islands, i.e. Antarctica, where they're sending everyone, including Epstein, including all these people, the fucking uh, Weinstein, all the fucking body doubles that they're fucking swapping out and fucking sending them. So it's like all the witness protection people and all the fucking uh, Michael Jackson, Elvis Presley, everyone's fucking chilling in fucking Antarctica. There's yeah, I mean, like a literal I body going to Florida and start a new life with a new name and just going to assume that no one from New York is ever going to fucking notice them who moved down to Florida to retire because they got a mustache now. Yeah, I mean, I think it could be like something out of Westworld, like a literal body shop in Antarctica. Yeah. Like you go in there, you're hearing all the... Yeah. You know, you see fucking Britney Spears over there getting her like arm worked I mean, on and, you know... How many people go into witness protection per year? Yeah, a quite, quite a large... Where are they? And how about this? The other ones that get killed. I mean, like, oh, yeah, tell us everything and we'll take care of you. Yeah. I promise. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, it, you know, you're yeah. fucking Soylent Green. What do you mean? Where yes. are they? Where, where, where are they, Bill? Well, they're, Tommy, the whole thing behind witness protection is you don't know where they are. Right. So where mm. so where would they? So they got to send them out of the U.S., right? I'm not not necessarily. I mean, right. So so if you're relocating in the movies, they're relocating them like Florida and Utah and shit. Yeah. Like, no one's ever going to fucking see them. Like Arizona. No one's ever, you ever met anybody. You ever met anybody that's told you they're in witness protection? Never. Well, I mean, they'll never tell you. Exactly. So how the fuck are you ever going to know if any of these people are actually in witness protection or if they just got incinerated? And they're all criminals. Like everyone in witness protection did it to fucking get off their crime. So you got fucking tens of thousands of fucking criminals 
that you're fucking just sending to random places over to us and no one's going to run into them and no one's going to notice them in the year 2020 come on 2022 come on dude it seems, I mean, seems weird. weird they either have some real there's like one place that they're sending them right there's either like one place that 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 they're sending them to or they're fucking just killing them well, would we I mean, know if they killed them we all knew that uh sammy the bull was in witness protection right right and we knew where he was the whole time Mm-hmm. I mean, so Where? really witness protection. I mean, he got arrested for selling ecstasy while he was in witness protection. Right. But I mean, he really wasn't in fucking, he was wide out in the open. And then he came out of witness protection because he did perform so many. I mean, they just couldn't take care. They couldn't take him anymore because he did. So he was causing all these problems. Like he was getting arrested while he was on witness protection. Mm-hmm. Well, they probably told the Jews they were going into witness protection as well. I would never let the government put me. By the way, I do want to say this, Uh, Bill, you just got Tommy G real hard because what he did was very calculatively, which is why I was laughing, was make you explain his stance on the Holocaust without having to say a fucking word. And you didn't, you fell for it, dude. Oh, no, like I said, I didn't want to offend anybody, but I've I've, I've told this on Discord. I've said it over and over. I mean, I just don't think that. Well, don't go back into it. I'm just saying. It, it was oh, yeah, I just don't think that many people said. died. I yeah. just don't. Yeah. Yeah. It's impossible. I, listen, that's your view. You're entitled to it. Impossible. But, you know, <laughs> Tommy brought up a good point, and I wanted to uh, talk about this because, you know, you talked about thousands of people getting rounded up. And uh, I do want to say, spoiler alert, Go if you haven't seen Soylent Green, like that's kind of like my Tower 7 and up for conversation mm-hmm. like conspiracy movies go watch soylent green soylent i'm about to spoil green it green is made of people exactly what is that, dude. What is that a movie? okay i just i, I feel like we should stop the fuck i i'm gonna tell the ending i don't care is that a movie yeah if you haven't seen soylent yeah. green by i now, haven't now, seen like, it i don't even know what it's about i mean it, bill it's it, it's the most bill rupp movie ever it's like 50 years old and it's like kind of like a quasi dystopian horror thing yeah it's one of the, it's one of the in my opinion one of the best fucking movies of all time but um, so the thing about it, there's so many things that we can tie into this episode, one of which birds aren't real, the other, the Holocaust, and and, and also the Bill Gates, uh, you know, farming and all that shit yes, in the cows. Yes, that's where we're because, going because with, with the movie Soylent Green, here's the basic premise, overpopulation, dystopian society, people are so far separated from how, uh, you know, how we are living today where they don't even know what a vegetable is. They basically don't know what a library is. They, they've become so far separated that they get fed these little fucking pellets or these little like wafer crackers as their only food source. They've never seen a tomato. They've never seen a fruit and that's their life. And one of the thing, the main issues is that we always talk about overcrowd and overpopulation. And in this movie, so does Bill they come Gates, in. By the way. <laughs> yes, they does. And they come in and they round up thousands of people and just toss them in these fucking dump trucks. And what happens is they take them to these fucking factories, turn them into the wafer crackers, and feed them back to their own people in a form of this thing called Soylent Green. So when you get to the end of the movie and the guy who's a whistleblower, by the way, he's getting carted off and he's saying, Soylent Green is people! Soylent Green is people! He's trying to warn everybody, just like, birds aren't real! Space (laughs) is fake! You know, it's the same thing that we're trying to do. And where do you think the the guy who's saying, uh, you know, Soylent Green as people went? Do you think he went in a fucking witness protection program? 
Like, dude, like the whistleblowers of that movie that are trying to alert all these people that are just walking down the street like fucking NPCs, you know, are getting turned into fucking Soylent Green. I mean, that's what's happening to us on the internet, essentially, is we're getting, you know, put into a fucking dump truck and and kicked off of uh also all social media but the the main message that i i kind of wanted to get out with the whole uh soylent green is that i had this theory and i've said it before when the pandemic hit where did the fucking people go i think the same thing happened to our population that happened to the fucking bird population Work shortages everywhere as we come back. Long lines everywhere. Anything that took 10 minutes now takes 20 minutes. I've been, I ship packages every day that used to take three days. Now it takes five to 12 days. Like there's not as much traffic in my town anymore. It's very strange. Shit closes down that used to be 24 hours a day. And I'm like, where the fuck did these people go? And it seems like. The pandemic was that Soylent Green round up the fucking NPCs for whatever reason, either ship them back off or fucking reprogram them Westworld style. Maybe they don't have a necessity for these NPCs anymore, and maybe they're fucking turning them into fucking Soylent Green to feed back to us, and that's why we're seeing these uh, these farmlands getting turned up and these cows fucking getting evaporated. I actually personally, and then Bill, I'll go to your after this, I personally think forced cannibalism has been going on for a long time. Yeah. I think it's a big thing that's gone on here. I mean, we already we already fucking normalized it with people, you know, eating baby placentas, which is the fucking most batshit thing in the fucking world that women think it's okay to eat your baby's placenta. That's fucking insane. You're an insane person. I don't know if we mm-hmm. talked about this on the Discord recently or on this mic, but uh, you're a fucking insane person. That's not okay. Don't do that. You don't need the vitamins that bad. Stop it. Um, so, but we also talk about Sandra Bullock when she was on Ellen or whatever, talked about the fucking fecal matter that was in all the, or the foreskin that was in all the fucking <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know, fecal matter. Fecal matter. Well, well let me, let me tie. I'm going to get the fecal matter. The, uh, foreskin that was in all the uh, medicine, medicine products and, uh, skincare products that everyone was using. Bill, we were just yeah. talking the other day about the amount of fecal matter. Uh, what were we looking at? We were talking about it on the discord. Uh, I don't remember. The amount of fecal matter that exists in something. What was it? What, like ground beef or? It's in our food. Yeah, that we eat. Oh, pro- maybe like vegetables? Uh, I don't remember what it was uh, in food. Let me just see if I have it right yeah, here. Yeah, I don't remember. I know there's fecal matter on your toothbrushes. Um, let me see. More than half of the packages of raw ground meat and patties tested positive for fecal bacteria. Whatever yeah, it is, we were talking. I was it was me and Jay. That's who it was. It was probably like six in the morning because it was me and Jay. We were talking about all the foods. Uh, Bill, right in the discord, tag Jay and see it. Probably, to ask her. He's probably sleeping. Uh, yeah, let me see. What was the fecal? Matter? <laughs> <laughs> I got to get Jay live. So, Bobby. The yeah. um, that movie, so Charlton Heston's in that movie. Yes, right? Charlton Heston, one of my favorite actors. Um, yeah. do you know that when you read that movie, I guess it's set in future time. Yes. Uh, yes. Year, like a future dystopian time. The year, the year the movie is set in is the year twenty twenty two. There you go. So wow, it's really? set in this year, yeah. and it's about rounding up fucking people and feeding it back. It says it's the year twenty twenty two. People are still the same. They'll do anything mm. to get what they need, and they need Soylent Green. 
Yeah, they do. So yeah, going, I'm trying to get the info from Jay. That's kind of like um one of those um Alfred Hitchcock um episodes uh where they the, the aliens come down and they're like giving us all this stuff and everything and we don't know what it was and then it ends up to be like the aliens are a, they have a cookbook that we couldn't read and it's how to prepare man yeah. You no, know, so it's basically saying like this or that was a Twilight Zone or an Alfred Hitchcock. I forget which one. How much how much of what I said in my Soylent Green rant did you think was utterly insane? And how much of it is like kind of like, okay, I could possibly see that. Well, I mean, there's been all types of uh movies like that where so bit so another movie, um the uh uh Alien Nation. Mm-hmm. Alienation was kind of like the same thing. When the alienation came to Earth, they um, they were given this thing that they didn't want the humans to know about. Uh, it was some type of like, kind of like a drug. And the more that they were given the drug, the harder they worked. And they right. couldn't leave. They couldn't live without the drug. So yeah. they needed it. But it, you know, and then they needed that drug, needed that drug to live and they were given it and they were basically slaves because every time that they did more work, they were given more of the drug and that's what they lived on, but they didn't want, it didn't get brought over to the earth and they didn't want the humans to know about it until someone started making it. Yeah. I found it. It's basically to enslave the population. Yes. And and that's, that's how anything like that works, you know? And I always think that the easiest way to enslave is to control energy, right? No matter what it is, whether it's Control fuel information or, or and energy. information and energy, but you know, information is energy. But if you control the source of it, like you're saying, like the people needed it for energy, right? So whatever that drug is, if you get people reliant on it, what about any chemical dependency, whether it's likes, hits, you know, whether it's opiates, right. whether it's drugs or whether it's food or whether it's chemicals in dependency food. on anything that is not natural, basically. Yeah. Yes, and that's why McDonald's got into a lot of trouble with the Super Size Me uh, movie because the guy was starting to get like chemical like withdrawals and headaches when he wouldn't have uh, McDonald's. Well, I think that's into- where yeah. that's what the cannibalism comes from. I, exactly, like, yeah, dude. Because I, I, I know started it's to addicting. say forced cannibalism, dude. Listen, yeah. one, one of the things about cannibalism when you read about it, you actually get that animalistic like that like uh, like when they talk about vampires, right? Like that desire for blood, you get that craving. And if you don't know it, it would it would explain a lot of the violence in everyone and how angry and violent everyone is. Uh, McDonald's and we're the one of the only countries like that. I mean, our, our country's batshit compared to everyone else as far as, you know, the things we lose our minds over and McDonald's and all this. I mean, we've seen the fucking cheeseburgers when you look at them fucking 100 years later, they look exactly the same. We know that's not real fucking food. And I just found some of the stuff me and Jay were talking about where she said we weren't talking about it. And I just went and found it. So it started off with Jay talking about the uh, the the bugs. Uh, let me see uh, the red color uh, that they don't use the same. What's that dye called? Um, that food coloring that the red color. Oh, uh, they, put, they put the bugs in there to make the red like M M&M and M candy. Shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's everything with the color red. It's filtered water, fruit juices from concentrate, pear, fruit, fashion fruit, blah blah blah, sugar, uh, glucofructose, natural flavor, citric acid. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, ascorbic acid and cochineal extract. That's it. Cochineal extract, not Coachella bill, cochineal extract. <laughs> so we started looking at it and this is because one of the most widely known red food colorings, carmine, 
uh, is mm-hmm. made from crushed up bugs. Okay. And then I started looking at other shit. Uh, there are cockroaches in your chocolate. That's right. There are typically about eight insect pieces inside every chocolate bar. According to FDA guidelines, this is I'm a vom- safe I'm amount. Fucking... Okay. Well, uh, that's, that's not because of that. They're putting them. No, 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 no. I'm just I saying mean, like what we're consuming. Right. I'm just talking just about or uh, anywhere you have a huge warehouse of. But what I'm talking about oh, is that we are. Right. The cochino may be made from bugs, but other synthetic red dyes, such as red number two, are not. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, Tom, uh, is on. there, hold on, is there poop in chocolate? And because the world could be a cruel place, cocoa beans can contain up to 10 milligrams of poop per pound. All right. So this gets into a whole conversation of we don't even know what the fuck we're ingesting right now. So to say that we're not ingesting people somewhere is insane because you're eating a fucking Hershey bar and you're eating fucking bugs and shit. Tommy, they were. We live next to New York City. We don't know what's in that in those nothing plants. There's there's animals in there who fall into the vat. There's rats. There's probably like you said, there might be people when when all them bodies were piling up in New York City from COVID. They uh, had them, remember, in trucks and stuff, in mortuaries, in the basements. They mm-hmm. had them everywhere, and they said they buried them on that. They had to get rid of them. They had to get rid of them in places. You'll never know. Right. So yeah. what's the what's the big deal, though? <laughs> if we're we were, eating people? Tommy, if we were in that movie Alive and we're stop, stuck up at the top of a mountain, I'm eating your ass. You better believe it. <laughs> I'm dying Literally? before eating your ass. I mean, that's what that's what they did. They ate the ass. I'm eating the ass. <laughs> I'm glad you'd start at my ass. At least I could probably survive. It. Man, I just watched uh, Norm Macdonald's final comedy special, and he did a whole 20 minute segment on this exact fucking premise. It's one of the one of the funny. I would urge everybody to go watch that if you, you want pure good comedy. But back to the whole forced cannibalism thing and eating ass. Um, I I was there's this interview with a Japanese cannibal uh he world famous uh I forget the guy's name but he ended up being like a published author and everything just talking about his addiction to cannibalism and like what it does to you man and like like it turns you into a, like like you're saying like that animalistic thing and he talked about it from a literal firsthand account how it turned I mean he was already a psychopath cuz he's consuming human meat but it turned him into this just like you know, complete fucking just deranged lunatic. Like he, he was losing his, you know, like really like sitting screaming at the fucking sky. Like when they're fucking mad about Donald Trump. Well, I mean, yeah, like it's that Kuru shit, man. You know, Jeffrey Dahmer was a cannibal. Yeah. The other day he, he ate, he lobotomized people. Uh, you know, he drilled into their brains, put acid in their brains to take out certain areas. So they were mindless zombies. And then he ate them. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, he thought he was God by doing that. And then at, at his trial, he was remorseful. He said he wished he never did it. He, he said he wished he could bring back the people, everything else. And yeah, religion will let him in heaven now. I knew I was <laughs> I'm sorry for it. That's the best part. That's my favorite part. That as long as he meant it, as long as he meant it, that he apologizes, he's going to heaven. <laughs> like, that's fucking great what a fuck another topic for another show but um if you look at the symptoms of kuru which is the cannibalism disease that bobby just mentioned the symptoms of kuru are literally exactly what hillary nancy pelosi joe biden and all these people go through uh even if you watch the lady gaga documentary bill which i think you should watch uh it's a two hours long uh, you like lady gaga so uh the lady gaga document she suffers from tremors 
uh, like crazy all the time. It's had to cancel shows and shit from it and, and breakdowns, but it involves uh, difficulty walking and voluntary movements, behavioral and mood changes, dementia. Uh, these are all things that we're seeing. And, and it talks about like Hillary's balloon episode where she went, Ooh, you know, and looked up at the balloon or Nancy Pelosi the other day where she just looked at her hands like, wow, hands. Um, what about uh, those are all signs her, of this. What's that? Uh, Maxine Waters. Did you see her do that MK Ultra fucking glitch behind Nancy Pelosi the other Bro, day? Yeah, she's that didn't even look like her. That looked like a mask. Yeah. I mean, she lost anyway, all the wrinkles in her neck, neck during that. But uh, to, to dovetail into the next topic here with the cows and Bill Gates, if there's one person we know that would love to fucking wipe out a billion people and cause chaos in society to gain control. It would be the man masquerading around as a doctor uh, who Bill Gates, who's been trying to fucking kill everyone in our mind forever. And it ties to, there's uh, basically an upcoming meat shortage. That's basically uh, pretty obviously about to happen uh, with Bill Gates. Uh, let me read this tweet first, just so we can get some topics here. And then we'll talk about the, uh, all the cows that fucking drop dead because everyone's talking about that and all the things that are burning down. Bill Gates is quiet. This is from uh, Cabot Phillips, Cabot underscore Phillips. Uh, he's a senior editor at the Daily Wire. Uh, blue check mark, 50,000, lives in Nashville, Tennessee. Just want to give him his props because I'm reading his material. Bill Gates has quietly become the largest farmland owner in America. At the same time, he's become the leading voice in the push for synthetic meat. So this talks about what we're talking about here. Here's how the story about Bill Gates is waging a war on meat to make millions. Gates now owns over a quarter million acres in U.S. farmland across 19 states. Think about that. I mean, Bill dude. Gates. Bill Gates. The last guy you want owning all the fucking farmland. One of his potato farms is so large it could be seen from space, which is fake and gay. Mm. Uh, he's purchased much of the land through a variety of shell companies. They go into all the different companies uh, that he owns. Uh, Gates is no stranger to agriculture. In the past, his foundation invested tens of millions into GMO technology, including 23 million in Monsanto in 2010. But his transition from investing uh, in farming technology to becoming the leading owner of farmland is important. The same time Gates began investing in agriculture, he also emerged as one of the le leading voices for synthetic meat and plant-based alternatives. Gates says meat must be abandoned to save the planet. All rich countries should move to 100% synthetic beef, says Bill Gates. So it's so important, he says, that government coercion could be necessary to change attitudes. You Think can about sort of, that this is the last right sentence there. here, you can yeah. sort of change the behavior of people or use regulation to totally shift demand. So Bill Gates is actually going out and saying, this is so important, even if we got to manipulate these fucking people to get away from meat, we got to do it. Yeah, that that one line, government coercion. I mean, that that's scary that that they would say that. That's you're basically publicly, saying just saying yeah, yeah. publicly propagandizing people, yeah, like you fine. know, and, and yeah, and, and that that that's scary. You know, so he owns all this farmland, and now the cows are fucking, you know, getting burnt to a crisp, and you know, uh, processing plants are getting burned. And down. how about Beyond it Meat? It literally sounds like mafia shit. The Beyond Meat lawsuit, dude. They got yeah. sued for lying about how much proteins in their meat. Well, Bill Gates just told you sometimes you're going to need to lie to get people to do this. So, Bill, they're trying to get rid of all the fucking meat, dude. Maybe they're replacing it with fucking humans. I mean, maybe. What do you uh, think about Bill Gates? You're, you're more neutral here. What I mean, do you think it, about Bill Gates being the largest farmland owner in America? If, I mean, that's pretty cool. But if he wants me to eat <laughs> that 
fake meat, he's going to make it have to make it taste a hell of a lot better because it tastes like shit. I mean, you put some human in it, it probably it's tastes great. Disgusting. It was one of the most disgusting things I've ever eaten. And they're trying to make this the standard, Bill. He's trying uh, to make that there is no other meat, just this. I, listen, it's gross unless they make it better. Uh, I don't even like the one from Burger King. Yeah. Not slathered with grease and pickles and ketchup and mustard and whatever else. It's gross. Right. So Wait, I, what is it? The Impossible Burger. You ever had yeah. that? No. What? Yeah. Really? What? It probably hasn't reached the what? South yet. Bobby, I mean, it's all over. I mean, Jesus Christ, Bobby. How the fuck have you not heard of that? I mean, I don't really go through drive-throughs that, but what what is uh, yeah, you impossible? do? Is We've like literally been burger? on a Discord with you going through at least five di- drive-throughs in the last. Yeah, time. I mean, just the you're literally time. always in a drive-through. Backyard burger. How many times? How many times a week do you go to Wendy's? I go two or three times a week. I get the same thing. Yep. <laughs> so you go through drive-throughs. Yeah, I go to two. I go to Wendy's and I go to Backyard Burger. That's it. Because Wendy's has that baked potato that I can get. Well, Burger King has uh, a meat place, meat plant burger. I think McDonald's has one too, also. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But Burger King, I don't know, it's been out for a long time. And uh, it's pretty gross. So, and all of the meat, I've had it all. I've had it. I bought it. It's gross. Um, I've tried it. You know, because I, I like to try new things. Um yeah, it's nasty. So I'm sticking with the cow. <laughs> Give me the cow on my plate, on the grill, in a burger. Give me a steak. I want a cow. I'm with you, Bill Rob. I'm with you, Bill Rob. But uh, another big part of this thing right here is speaking of the cows, Bob, let everyone know what just happened. I mean, I put the question out, you know, what do you guys want us to talk about? And I think half the responses were talk about fucking thousands of cattle dropping dead at the same fucking time. Uh, before you do that, though, preface it with you probably know more about this stuff than me as far as this topic about all the fires that are starting at these food factories and plants and stuff. Bob. Well, I mean, I you know, like you said, I, I know about as much as you do with, with some of that stuff. But I, I've got to a point where um, I try to keep some of it at a safe distance, if that makes sense, because right. um, if I dive too deep into it, um, I don't think I think my perspective may become unrealistic. Right. So. You know, it's just like with anything else. I'm sure some of these things are organic. You know, I mean, like people make mistakes and fires happen, heat waves happen, whatever, you know. But I just look at patterns of behavior like, okay, is this irregular or is this, you know, normal behavior? Um, And it seems to be a very irregular pattern of of processing plants, you know, getting. uh, It sounds like, and and this is a Uncle Danny term, you know, that term of Jewish lightning. Yeah. You know, when you're when you wait out mysteriously, a restaurant catches fire yeah, and they, yeah. they claim insurance or something. Yeah, yeah. It's that it's every that, Italian yeah. restaurant ever for like a 30 yeah. period. Yeah. You could say Italian lightning, whatever. I don't give a shit. Um, but, it, it, you know, it's it's a very mysterious thing. It, it's it's either self-sabotage or, or really mysterious. sabotage. It's just or, an insurance move. But no, yeah. I'm talking about this. With the, yeah, uh, yeah, so. <laughs> like the, yeah, they burned them for a reason. But there was this, you know, and you can look into the Sierra Club. And I don't know how much of this is true, but uh, it was there was a whole land grabbing endeavor involving the Sierra Club, who like you know acted like they were representing the farmers, but realistically they were helping you know the Bill Gateses and the major corporate and really government entities buy up all this farmland. 
and there was a big issue with this like this was like i don't know probably a decade ago so you know the land grabbing has been happening for a really long time so it lends credence to the fact that uh you know farmers independent farmers just like just think about anything independent independent media outlets right mm-hmm. think of the hurdles they have to go through and and how they get shut down the same thing's happening in the farming industry right you know and it's been happening for a really long time and it's gonna allow for this experimentation of what we're talking about it's gonna allow for the process if, if their goal is synthetic meat and they're currently buying up all the 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 uh the farmland you know and handing it over to bill gates like like that's what your future is staring at right now yeah, and the uh, and the fires and stuff, which we started to talk about on it, I haven't gotten as deep into it either. I know everyone wants to talk about the fire, and this is the problem with the 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 Q movement and how stupid most of them have gotten. That they, I, I actually can't even. We said for fucking the whole year of twenty twenty, Q is an information source. Q is an information source. Q is an information source. Right. Well, Q doesn't fucking post anymore. He doesn't give a shit about you anymore. Right. So he stopped. He's out. Q's out of his own fucking movement. So. Uh, the only thing left is the fucking Q followers to post information. And all they post is bullshit. Like every time the power goes out somewhere, it's like a fucking national story on fucking true social that, you know, there was three power grids that went out within a two hour period or, you know, there's planes flying over. Did you see the route that this plane took? Like it's such nothing burgers every time that when they started, that that when they started screaming, there's food factories getting lit on fire all the, all the, all over the place. I just fucking auto ignored it which is probably irresponsible on my part on some level but i don't have time to fucking go research it i would like to just go to these fucking people like people used to come to us and know that what i'm reading is legitimate and not fucking lies or or propaganda but that's why i say i get more mad at the right right now for spreading this bullshit propaganda that there's real good stuff that now i need right now i need information on you know the food uh plants and all these places getting fucking burnt down and I got no one to go to except myself. So now I got to do an hour and a half of research on it to find out the truth because everyone's a fucking idiot. Yeah, and it's just like any news app. If you're hyper-focused on something, you can find more examples of it than you're, if you're not hyper-focused. But I'm glad you brought up that point because, you know, if you get too deep into that stuff, then you look you, you look for it too much, you know? So I just have to keep it at a healthy distance but then also say to myself all right well once i see that there's a pattern of irregularity then it might be worth you know right. a little bit of it but how many times have you gotten articles from somebody and then they text you like an hour later oh my bad dude this is just satire or oh right. i just oh, I fucked up i didn't fact check it now i have to fact check everything i mean which i've always tried to do to the best of my ability and uh it just makes it exhausting when we're yeah. not in COVID times anymore, because during COVID times, that's why I say sometimes I pray for lockdown. Bill's heard me say mm-hmm. it a million times because it's great to not have to rely on anyone for information and to be my own information source, right? Use a Q board or use a, you know, interesting Twitter person that I trust a little bit, you know, and then go dig a little bit, but I ain't got time to do that. We're fucking recording podcasts, trying to start a website, designing merch, fucking watching sports, gambling on sports, putting sports bets out. And then, like, when the fuck do I have time to spend eight hours a day researching fucking fires at food labs? You know, like, but you know, and here's what I will say though: I don't want to discourage people from they doing should that do it. Yeah, just because please, every make once sure in a real. while, every once in a while, we hit. It's like playing Battleship. Like, you know, you may say E five, and it's a miss, and you, you know, 
you stay on E5 for way too long, but sometimes you say F1 and it's a hit. And now we have, you know, like a real fucking rabbit hole. You right. Know? Now so, I got to go dig on it and I can't trust anything I've seen. So I have to fucking yeah. do my own research on it. So we'll dig into that a little bit more. But Bill, the uh, the cattle that all dropped dead, 3,000 cattle just dropped dead at the same time. Right as Bill Gates is buying up all the farmland. Right as there's fires going all over and fucking food factories are burning up. We're at a baby formula and Bill Gates and these guys invested in a fucking fake baby formula with Zuckerberg and all them three years ago. Now they're fucking starting fucking plant-based fucking meat and they don't want any meat. And now all of a sudden fucking 3,000 cattle drop dead at the same fucking time. I I don't know how much more obvious this could be, but you're telling me, Bill, that you don't fucking buy it. 2,000 cattle, number one. No, at least 2,000 cattle. Okay, that doesn't make 3,000. Up to 10,000. I'm nowhere near 10,000. Uh, up to 10,000. No, no, no. That was just no, that one ranch. No, yes. definitely not. Yes. Um. Well, I mean, listen, everywhere I've looked, uh, veterinarians who are well-respected in the field have said that this is because of a, a, a trifecta of weather mm, that you normally storm. doesn't happen. Mm. In that area, really, is a hundred percent believable. Wrong, it's lies, but yeah, it's I've been believable. around cows probably since I was a baby. Listen, I've been to the bar with you at two a.m. I know you've been around some cows. That wasn't funny. Oh my god! <laughs> I've been around cows because of my house up in Lake George. There's a farm right across the road. Hmm. Um, this is exact and everything she said was 100 percent believable but it's never happened to no. the cows around the farm by you right no we don't have any wind here bill we don't have this isn't a windy area like you blame the wind we get 105 110 degree heat uh, waves we do here. not get we do not get 100 to 105 heat waves for a week straight okay well now let me let me go here and debunk you okay because that is common in Kansas. Because right now I have up the weather 25. Not with the humidity. Oh, yes. Oh, no, no. Don't start humidity. getting cute on me here, Billy. Silly Billy Rupp. Not with so, the wind. Not don't start wind. getting cute on me on a fucking four-mile-per-hour wind, okay? Let me read you from weather25.com. This is North America, USA, Kansas. Wichita, Kansas, I'm going. To, now, it goes from this day forward, right? So I can't backtrack to last week or two when they all died. But I will tell you this. Average temperatures, historic average weather, Robert, for June. This is what I'm about to read, Bobby. Historic average, average, Bob, average. Average. No mercy, no spaces. Average temperature in Kansas. The 17th through the 30th. Ready? Average, 104 degrees high. Average? Average, 104 degree high. 98 degree high, 93, 102, 109, 96, 98, 109, 107 on the 25th, 107 on the 26th, 104 on the 27th, 104 on the 28th, 104 on the 29th, and 30 is 100 on the nose. So yes, Bill, 105 to 110 degree temperatures for a week straight are not only common, they're the historic fucking average. So if you're going to tell me that it was an odd coincidence that it wasn't windy that day, that a fucking five mile per hour gust of wind is going to save a cow's life where they survive all the time, but there was no breeze today. So 3000 fucking cows dropped dead at the same time. You might as well listen to Co Fauci and his fucking mask updates. Wrong again. 
Tommy <laughs> wow. Jimmy, that you're always wrong. Number one, you're reading temperatures that are going towards summertime. Right. This was a week ago. Temperatures were lower. Right. Week. So the whole rest of the month, yes, it's going to be hot because it's summer. This is talking about the beginning of June. Right. I'm talking about mid-June. This is the beginning of June. June 17th. It's 104. Beginning it's a of week. June. And in May, it was how hot was it in May, Tommy? You don't know. It could have been 70 degrees. And all of a sudden, in that week, it got up from about 75 to 105, which usually doesn't happen. There's usually a gradual heat raise, which the cows can combat with their body heat. And they can. Bill, this isn't it. from May. This this shit happened like fucking two days ago. Bill Bill's never seen like March of the Penguins or any of that kind of shit, has he? Like, These like animals how, ain't like, fucking old. They all dropped dead at the same time. Yeah, all the- yeah. It, it was a dramatic heat raise. There's the whole farm. There's millions of cows in that state. That guy's whole ranch, Bill. It's one rancher. That guy's whole ranch dropped dead. The rest of them. Every fucking cow in his ranch dropped dead in the same day. He saved the cows. Fucking idiot. Because that guy was an idiot. He didn't know. He's he didn't an know idiot. He thousands of cattle. And they he didn't all of his know how to regulate their temperatures. You're right. You know better than the guy who has yes, 3,000 cattle. Yes, I do. Because he was supposed to feed them at different times during the day and give them water at the different times. When they went up to him... They fucking asked him, and he said it wasn't from the fucking heat wave. Yeah, because he didn't want to fucking be the murderer of fucking cows. He didn't know what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> that guy speaks as, a, as, a, Dude, as, a, John as an expert. I'm sorry, Bob. The last thing. No, go John ahead, go McAfee, ahead. dear friend, you know, RIP, my dude, uh, who was on a podcast. You go listen to one of the earlier podcasts we had McAfee on. Um, but McAfee always said, always said they're going to start killing all the animals. That was his thing. They're going to start killing all the animals and cut out the food supply on everyone. Watch. That's what he's been saying forever. And now all of a sudden, all the fucking animals are dying, right? As Bill Gates is making this huge push for fucking impossible burgers. And I can't wait till fucking Bill Rupp's got to eat impossible burgers and has no other fucking choice. Sorry. I like John McAfee too, but I'm not going to take a word of a guy who killed his neighbor because the dogs were barking and then was trying to secretly make bath salts to get high. So his <laughs> why? So what he says is cool. He what he says is not on the top of my list of reliability. He literally That's created funny. the fucking McAfee antivirus software. Yeah, that was twenty years before. Twenty years after he got stupid. Twenty years later, he's smoking bath salts. Fucking sixteen-year-olds. You would too if you were fucking sixty-five-year-old. Fucking could bang a bunch of fucking hookers. Oh, I'm he sorry, I'm not nobody. Believe, I'm not gonna believe the word of John McAfee. Someone poisoned his dogs. That's Have you happened. seen John Wick? Have you seen John Wick? The guy went on a murdering spree. Bill, if someone poisoned Jenna, he'd you'd murder that person too. I mean, the weird part that you left out, Bill, was no that he was fucking that he used to hang out in a hammock and cut a hole in it and shit and fucking exactly, exactly. A little weird, but you listen, more more of a reason. Let me listen to See, this. I mean, listen, listen. He likes Bobby, the Bernie Sanchez's. Bobby hit him with the marbles. I mean, dude, listen. The whole famous thing. Uh, and I, it, this is a Patrice O'Neill quote, and he says he gets all of his news from the conspiracy people because they go the extra mile. And he says every, but and he says this way better than I. Way do. better. Okay. Than 
But he says every once in a while, the conspiracy theory, like it's like if you have a friend and he says a lot of cool shit, but every once in a while he likes to stick marbles up his ass for sexual pleasure, does that discredit all the cool and important shit he's saying? Like you just have to understand that the John McAfee's of the world every once in a while like to stick fucking marbles up his ass, but it doesn't discredit the cool shit he's invented. It doesn't discredit the important shit he said. I guarantee you Drew Barrymore has stuck marbles up her ass on more than one occasion, yet you still watch Drew's news. How dare you discredit Drew? <laughs> Dude, Drew Barrymore got passed around as a fucking kid. Drew Barrymore has been fucked by more old hairy Jewish men than yeah. anyone and in well, Hollywood possibly. He still made it out. Normal, semi-normal, yes, uh, totally normal. Her own show. She, bro, she was on her own. She had her own apartment at 14 years old. Uh-huh. Right, I'm sure McAfee did too. That yeah. woman has done more things than probably 99. Uh, here's a couple of things that woman has done. As a child actor, she became addicted to cocaine when she said <laughs> she got her blacklisted in Hollywood at the age of 12. She was placed Marvel's in rehab. And a mental institution, but after a suicide attempt at 14 and some more rehab, she thought she was granted legal emancipation from her mother. At 14, the girl was fucking trying to kill herself, doing fucking cocaine at 12, and putting a mental institution. But she's your source for all things news, and John McAfee isn't because he shit on a hooker's mouth. Well, she was 14 years old, not sixty. Pretty fucked up. Go for it. Now she has a show and kids, and she's fucking. You don't recover from that. She's awesome. (laughs) <laughs> that's a front dude yeah that's like obama family front yeah, stop it shit. dude when you're getting fucking baby raped at that age dude you yeah, don't you become don't recover. normal look at fucking justin bieber dude I mean, oh God. my god i mean now Jesus. i do want to before we pivot to bieber which so I we, we, we only about. have about so we're gonna have to take a half time right. here we got about probably 10 minutes before me and I, I just I, I i just want to work in a triple that bro i was up at 8 30 banged out a fucking no mercy plus Hanging with you guys, banging out of no mercy. Me and Bill are about to run the fucking stay cashing, bang out a gambling episode. Bill, I put two live bets out while on air right now at 4deepbets.com, number 4deepbets.com, promo code VIP20 for 20% off the monthly package. And we're going to go do that show, and then we're going to come back and finish this motherfucker off. I don't know if Bill will be here or not, but I'll be here with you, Bob. Yeah, you're such a hard worker. Hard working man in show business. Unbelievable, man. It has nothing to do with the fact that I bailed on uh, spacing this out over the week because I ate too many edibles uh, on Sunday. I didn't even know about that, dude. Oh, yeah, a lot of edibles. I looked like Wow. You know, you were on the disco. I heard you one Yeah, you were on with me, Bob. What? You were on edibles then? Yeah, I was pretty fucked up. You may not know. Oh, that makes sense. fucked up. That makes a lot of sense. That explains our conversation. Yeah, you didn't notice him talking about weird shit? I mean, dude, that... That's normal. I mean, yeah, it was, 6 I mean, a, it, it was like a the 5 a.m. Not the conversation. The beauty, the beauty of me is I'm so random that any random acts look normal, right? On some level. But let's finish off the Bieber thing here. Let's yeah. talk about so, Bieber. So, well, so we just started I, to I, dovetail to Bieber I, and we still have I understand. Support. I just wanted to say this real quick as an uh-huh. expert of both cows and heat because I live in Memphis. Uh, no. I literally lived down the street from a farm my entire life. Mm. And... It gets extraordinary hot randomly in Memphis and all different times of the year. We never know when there's going to be a heat wave. There was one last week and there was one at the beginning of May where the week before is 70 fucking degrees. I drive by this farm every fucking day for the last 25 and, years. And it's humid as fuck, by the way, in Tennessee. Humid as fuck. No wind. I've never it's- seen 
one cow drop dead, let alone the entire fucking crop or whatever you call it. Oh, what of cows you just heard. said. What you just said is that it's that way all the time. No, it, it built every no. place in America. No. It's random heat waves. They no. acclimated to it because oh it happens God, all the you're time. So Listen to me. Listen you're to me. So okay, here, stupid. Open your eyes, no, no, no. guys. Here's the open your eyes. Tell me when you're drawing 500 dead cattle. Open your eyes. I, I got to get this point out. All right, go, Bobby. I got to get this point out. In Memphis, in Tennessee, and this happens a lot in the South, and, and you've, you've, you've heard about like the, the heat waves, the two-a-day football team, right? They have to practice two-a-day, and every once in a while a college pushes it too far and a, and a kid dies from a heat stroke or some shit, okay? Right, right. Now, a farmer, their cattle is like their fucking football team. It's like their children. Now, imagine a high school football coach whose entire fucking team dies of a heat wave because of a, because of a random fucking heat wave that happens. No, what they do is they check the calendar and then they alert the fucking parents or the kids, okay, take extra water today or if we need Hose breaks, we're going to take one. Are we, really, are we really comparing cows to yes, people? Yes. Oh, because, dude, what is a shepherd? What is a shepherd? Hey, dude, this is biblical. When he yells, you got to be hey, quiet. Hey, hey, coach, I'm hot. Not a cow. How the fuck is a cow going to let a guy know that he's hot? A kid says, hey, owner... I'm hot. I need water. And he walks and gets water. A cow uh, I got uh, I got it. I got it. This is biblical. A shepherd tending to their sheep. I mean, he's and so there's stupid. the whole hypothetical of the lost sheep. Like, this goes back to biblical times of a shepherd and a sheep. The caretaker. You own a fucking dog. Yeah. That's like your fucking family, man. What do you think all the... Not only that, and but it's their livelihood. Money. This is it's their, their livelihood, livelihood on top dude. of their family. Bobby, haven't like you ever heard of... Uh, isn't there things, so-called things, as bad parents? No, or, Bill, you're the dumbest. You wouldn't have 3,000 cattle. You're dumb. You're bad dog you're dumb right you, Michael Vick was a bad dog owner. No, he was using, he wasn't a dog owner. He was using dogs to fight for money. He's not a loving dog owner. There are people who own hundreds of dogs who keep them outside and they don't get water and they yes, don't get Bill, food. that's not their it's living. I might have been. We don't know. First of all, we know I mean, nothing Bill, about Bill, how are farm. you believing this? We don't know if this farm just came to existence. We don't know anything about the farmer. So without all the facts, this story cannot be. Oh, my um, God. And no, we don't know any oh, pictures with fucking dead cows everywhere. We don't know anything about the owner, Tommy. He might have just started this farm. Well, what about all the other cows that are fucking roaming around the earth that aren't well, in a fucking ranch? Did they all die? Why didn't every cow in Kansas talk die? What about the 10 million cows that live, Tommy? Don't you think something's weird? I mean, I don't even I know think, what to do I with think this. Bill's on some fucking I mean, he's on meat, the fucking dude. I think these he's impossible the burgers. Yeah. This he's is, on the this glue. Is, he he's really coming unglued. No, pun all he needs to do is the thing about Bill is whatever the first thing he sees is is real. So when he <laughs> looks something up, that's why Google is built for Bill because it. And now it's going to take a year to debunk this shit for Bill, and a year from now he'll tell us they're killing the cows. But <laughs> the problem with Bill is he hears something, right? I go, did you hear about the cows all dropping dead? He goes, oh, let me go to Google, and he goes to Google instead of Twitter. He goes to Google and he gets the Google factored fucking information they want to spit at you. So the first five things are cows died from a heat wave. Conspiracy theorists are stupid. Everyone's retarded. It was just really hot. And here's why. And Bill goes, Bop, that's fact. Uh, and he just runs with it. 
and you can't steer him from it because it was the first thing. If the first thing he would have saw was an article saying there's been misinformation, they've had five different Hold reasons why the cows are. If you go back to our conversation about that when me and you were on the phone, Tommy, I did say, I did say, even before I read that article from the doctor, that the weather played a big role in this. And when the doctor said that it was a trifecta, a perfect storm of weather, I said, Bingo, there you right, go. Because that makes sense to you. This is the thing I was telling you when we talk about them killing off the celebrities, Bobby, that we tell Bill all the time. I said, Bill used to have a drug problem, right? We all know that. We've talked about it publicly. Bill had to go to rehab when he was younger. If I want to murder Bill, that's the thing. If they're going to murder a bunch of, the, kill the food supply, they're not fucking stupid. They know how to sell the narrative. So the example that I'm telling Bill all the time is you fall for the narrative. Because if I wanted to murder Bill, I'm not going to shoot him in the head. I'm not going to fucking crash his car. I'm going to go into his house. I'm going to inject him with a deadly dose of heroin so that when Bill dies, no one's going to be looking at Tommy because they're going to say, oh, Bill must have got hooked back on the sauce again and fucking overdid it and died. So if you're going to have a bunch of fucking cows killed off, you're not just going to randomly do it in the dead of winter. You're going to wait till there's a heat wave. You're going to put whatever into the air or into the fucking field that you need to put, have the cows drop dead. So when they drop dead, you can go, oh, it was because of the heat wave. That's well, what dude, it's the, per- and let me, let me add to this. It's stupid. the perfect, the perfect storm of, of a couple different things. One is the climate controlled narrative, right? So what they want to do is give the impression that there's, you know, uh, a pandemic of global warming, which is now called cl- uh, climate change. So remember like back in the day when there was a heat wave, it would just show the temperatures like on the screen, like, oh, it's I mean, I can't. Now it's like, it took you hold, on, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It took you guys now, so long. Like, it used to be, it used to be where it just said 98 degrees this week, maybe like a sun or something, you know, in the fucking image. Now it's like a big red fucking blob that looks like the fucking land Death is burning. Star. De- like a yeah, like a fucking meteor just hit it, and and like the fucking whole area of Kansas is burning alive rather than just posting the fucking. So they're trying to pu- push this fucking global warming shit. The other thing that they push, and remember, this was in the Green New Deal, talking about how cow farts, you know, the methane from cow fucking emissions. cow farts emissions is, is contributing to this. So now you have both of your fucking thing. You want to get rid of the meat, right? Because you know it. it it's causing fucking all types of different pollution. You know, the land from all the grazing, you know, is, is bad for the environment. So cows are bad. Okay. And, and then okay. you have the global okay. warming. That was, that was subtle. That was nice, Bob. Yeah. Thank you. And, and so you have two different narratives coming together. You fucking kill two birds. with That's one the stone. trifecta bill. When you talk about the trifecta yeah. of circuit, the trifecta is this is a climate change thing. This is a fucking meat thing. And this is a fucking uh, uh, political thing. Well, that's why I said I can't believe you guys didn't jump on the climate change right away. Well, no, the climate change has been the big thing around what they've been doing with all. They're blaming everything on climate change, right? Like, how do you get how do you get people to freak out over COVID? Well, you tell them fucking everyone's dying everywhere, right? You start funneling people in nursing homes and tell them, you know, increase the death rate. How do you get people to fucking freak out about climate change? Well, I start killing off fucking cows and killing off their food supply. Like, you know, it's pretty simple. So uh, everything ties to climate change always because that is the ultimate NWO plan. And uh, we're going to take a little halftime here. Me and Bill are going to go do a sports show. It is, uh, we'll be back, Bobby, probably about an hour and a half. Uh, for you, the listener, we'll be back in just fucking uh, like three seconds. So uh, 
halftime. Tweet! And we're back. And for you, we never left. But Bill, we just did a whole nother show. I mean, we did. I mean, we're killing it today. We are killing it. We just crushed the sports gambling scene for like fucking an hour. And now we're back. And you guys didn't even see us leave. We were here. But we did have a fun conversation that took place. When we got off air, uh, Bill <laughs> decided to tell us his theory about we were <laughs> arguing over. We kept the conversation going, arguing about the cows. Like, how fucking stupid are you? How do you not see this? So, Bill, tell us again your theory behind um, when you have a, a belief where you said, like, here's how it goes. Here's what I do. I believe this because this. And then I and I was telling you, you have to debunk yourself. Do you remember what you said? Uh, I do remember. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I start out with a hypothesis. Okay. And my hypothesis is that the weather led to the cow's death. Okay. So that's my hypothesis. So from okay. there... I construct what I call my 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 paper. Would you know like data? Now, now yeah. I go to the next step and find out was the farmer negligent? Did uh, they not, uh, yeah. not take care properly? Why did right. not all the cows mm-hmm. in the state die? Why did only on the so-called I don't know Johnson Farm? Let's call it the Johnson Farm. Right. Why didn't the Jones Farm cows die? Uh-huh. So listen. That's my hypothesis. I start from there and I work my way down. Okay. Right. Now, do you do any research to get down? Like, are you going to look into the farmer? Are you going to look into his farm? Are you going to look into the- Am I? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. No, no. Okay. No. So <laughs> basically, you form a hypothesis based on what you think makes sense, and then you don't do any more research. Well, no, if that. you want to go in depth about this, or I'm writing a paper. Or no, you're, you're on a fucking podcast that tens of thousands no, of listen, people I mean, are going to listen to. I mean, that's more I mean, important than writing going, a paper. Are we going to pick this subject up at another time? I mean, I'll, me and Bobby will continuously <laughs> be what, digging. Listen, well, if, you do the, if you do the Bill Rupp scientific method, uh, we will readdress this next week, and I yeah, want dude, your Bill, results. if you go get information on this, Yes. I mean, I'll be looking into it further. Yes. That's what we do is conspiracy theory. I mean, that's... listen, the, the chances of me doing it are probably slim. Zero. Right. Go, to, go, go, to the, uh, go to the Johnson farm and take soil samples. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie and say I'm going to do it. Joe will ne- Bill will never even get to the point where he finds out what Mr. Johnson's real name is. <laughs> a little research he will do on this. I am like. No mercy plus, no Google, no nothing. Right, it's but firm in your beliefs. Well, yeah, because that's my hypothesis. Okay, so have you ever seen? You, you guys your, don't. You guys that's my hypothesis, and I'm sticking to it. You guys just eliminated everything and go right to conspiracy theory. At least right. I, have, I have a starting point. Well, I no, no. Here's the thing, Bill. I'm, I researched already, and I found out from a from a veterinarian doctor. Who was established, <laughs> established in that area? What's his name? Who told you he's established? As a great vet. Who told you he's established? An article? Uh, yes. I could show you an article about how Vegas Dave's a great handicapper. Who wrote the article? Was the article written, uh, funded by the Gates Foundation? Was the article a CNN piece that's trying to push climate change? Was the doctor Indian? If he's from India, you have to basically Whoa. just wipe out everything there. Is he even Whoa. really a veterinarian? Is he a human? But, but keep in mind, the best part about this when Bill talks about his research, he found out about this. I sent him the articles 20 minutes before we went on air. Right. So this is you're talking about a total of 15 minutes of research he's put in. You did more research live on the podcast yes. than he probably will ever do. On yes. It. 
Yes. I yeah. listen. I'm a. I, I never pretended to be a uh, like. Um, what is it called? Smart. Uh, Informed, yeah. Uh, that, no, that's intelligent. Then I'm not going to be published. Savvy. I'm not a published author. Knowledgeable. I, do, <laughs> I mean, shut up at any time. Not uh, retarded. I am not going to. This isn't going to be in any type of book. Or I mean, anything. it is. It's on a fucking national you podcast. It's the biggest podcast in America. You want me to fucking go into it? I'll start researching it. Give me two weeks, and I'll get back to you. Done. Sold. That's all I, I wanted. I need a seal of a. Pr- I need like a promise that you will dig into this. This I, is your right rabbit now, hole. Since you got me fired up, I I'm I'm going into it. There we go. I can't so, wait till he digs into this like the faction and does a complete 180. Oh, he's got. Did it. you he's know got that the EPA has been doing blah 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 since 1972? Listen, <laughs> I've never said that I don't change my mind. Right. Yeah. So, but here's I, the problem. The problem is, and have you ever seen? A, have you ever read the book Animal Farm? Yeah, of course. Okay, so do you know the Did theme you of the book? It? Yes, I I've read it when I was well. I got the Cliff Note version. I'm not going to quiz you on it. If you, <laughs> yeah, the Cliff yeah Notes, exactly. we're, we're, yes, yes, I know. Animals. Okay, so you know the premise of it, right? Correct. Okay, so I, I'm not going to quiz you on it. I don't want to put you on the spot. Do you do you remember any of it? Tell it's me, okay if you don't. I'm not trying to bust question. you here. No, That's I'm just asking you if question. you remember it. If That's you remember a very the vague question, yeah, George Orwell. I remember it. Right. No, but do you remember what happened with the animals? The animals are basically trained that the the truth, like fact, only comes from the government, right? And they form like a coup, right? They form like a fucking revolution of the animals, and it ends up fucking completely fucking just backfiring and fucking getting all fucking upside down and sideways, right? Because the whole premise of it is that you're supposed to obey without thinking, right? So what we do as free thinkers and conspiracy theorists is... Yes, the narrative of, wow, a heat wave hit and a bunch of cows died makes sense. But if you just accept that hypothesis, you never actually understand the other side. So I always say I do the exact opposite of what you do, Bill. I go completely 100% on the other side. So if someone's going to tell me the earth is flat, right, which happened to me, and I said, no, it isn't. It's a fucking round spinning ball. (laughs) But in order to research it, me and Bobby actually became flat earthers for a week and a half. Right, Bob? Yes. For a week and a half, me and Bobby were flat earthers. And we went all in flat earth, trying to prove flat earth to then disprove our own hypothesis. So if you're formulating a hypothesis and then you're not trying to debunk your own hypothesis, you're really just following the media narrative. Tommy, right? call that, in the terms of animals, we call that sheep. Yeah. It's a, you're just saying, say okay, this I makes sense. This is what I believe. I didn't say that I wouldn't change my mind. But you want us to do the work. I just said, what did I just say? I said, I'm going to do it. Right. I had to fucking whip you with chains to get you to do it. You have to do your own also. Of course. I always do. All right. Well, we'll get back to this in two weeks. We will report back. uh, Maybe even on the next No Mercy. Who knows? We report back. You don't even have an hypothesis yet. So you're just. I do have a hypothesis. My hypothesis is that that they're killing the fucking livestock to help an agenda of Bill Gates and everyone else to wipe out the supply chain. My whole my whole hypothesis, whether it comes to the money, whether it comes to gas, they're trying to fucking cause supply chain issues. Okay, because so that is the next to, step of the NWO that everyone's debunk, on food stamps. You want me to debunk your hypothesis right away? Sure. You 
You see, you didn't. I had a flash mob in Costco last week, and there was plenty of stuff. <laughs> you didn't even find out how the cows died yet. You're jumping right into a conspiracy without finding out what happened. Right, right. Because what the whole, the, no one knows how the cows died. Of That's course they the do. thing. It, the story's changed. No, they first said it was a disease. They even had a name for the disease. Yeah, still. Until the fucking doctors came, Tommy. That's what happened. But the same doctors that told us the vaccine was safe, the same doctors that told us we need to get a shot, the same doctors that told us to wear masks, the same doctors that... Doctors are always wrong. Doctors are the first people that people bring on when they want to start a health fucking scare. They bring on a fucking doctor, a Fauci, uh, Gates, who isn't even a fucking doctor, and they have them spread disinformation, to use the left's term. Dude, it's like, yeah. It's so like then everyone use, believes it. It's like in the coroners where they, you know, the people that do the autopsies. Like, you hear this all the time. Like, oh, the autopsy was done by, like, an, they brought, like, a, somebody from the state in to do the autopsy rather than the local person. Or the local person who's tied to the local government agency is the one performing the autopsy. And, you know, so, like, whoever's in charge of, of, of you know, they're the ones that determine cause of death. So, you know... Those people are, are very, not, I shouldn't say all of them, but there is a possibility of manipulation at Dude, that level. Bob, if you, Bill, you know this better than anyone. If you go and hurt your shoulder, right? If fucking, when DeGrom, Jacob DeGrom, the best pitcher in baseball, went and hurt his fucking body, he had to go to three different doctors, right? You have to go to a follow-up and get a second opinion. So that's just for a fucking shoulder injury, which happens every fucking day. And half the time, they still can't figure out what the fuck it is. Like, we didn't know what it was with the Grom, like a month later. So you're talking about 3,000 fucking random cows die, Tommy, and one vet comes out and says, ah, it's well, a heat wave. Now I, so in further research in the last minute, I've already <laughs> found quite the backup for my theory already. Okay. You shouldn't be researching your theory. You already believe your theory. Philip, you should be researching the other Philip, side to try and debunk Philip, yourself. Philip You're just doing confirmation bias right Philip now. Philip Thornton, a climate research and professor who oh uh, authorized a 2021 report on impact of increasing heat on livestock. You just are fucking proving who our Who is point. the foremost authority on the situation. Oh, dude. Appeal to authority? He works for the agriculture. This is the, literally the theme. So let me read you the theme University of Animal Farm. University of Illinois. It, it, listen, with the lessons learned in Animal Farm, they are taught the truth comes from authority only and to obey without thinking. That's what you're doing. You're saying uh, he's an authority figure. He knows. So I obey him without thinking. You're not giving me any of your own logic. You're just spitting shit from fucking authority figures, which Mommy. is the premise of the book Animal Farm. The man says, uh, to this is to reaffirm my hypothesis, Thornton, who was a research strategist at the Netherlands Food Partnership and professor at the University of Edinburgh, how much more do you need? <laughs> said there were measures that farmers could take to care for their cattle during such extreme heat. But it depends on the feasibility. This farmer, I'm 99% sure, didn't do anything to improve on the, on the weather. He suggested improving ventilation and cooling systems for outdoor production, feed additives that could help ad address the How heat. How do you know this guy didn't do any of this, though? This guy I know didn't do it, and I will prove <laughs> you know. And this farmer killed the cows 
You heard it here first. Imagine Bob having that many cattle, and we'll pivot off cows here in a minute. But imagine having that many cows, right? Like that's your literal livelihood, right? Your livestock is your it's livelihood. Like throwing money in the air, literally, dude. and then seeing. Obviously, there had to be one cow drop first, right? Like they didn't just all fucking drop I at the mean, same dude. moment, like the birds from the sky. And you see, Bob, holy shit! One of my cows just went down and died. This hasn't happened in weeks or months. Oh my god, another one! It just happened an hour later. You're going to be walking out there. The first thing you're going to think is it's 110 degrees. My cows are dying from heat. You're going to get fucking hoses out. You're going to turn the sprinklers on. You're going to do everything in your power to save your fucking livelihood. You're not just going to watch 3,000 cows die and fucking turn around and be like, oh, well, I should have done something about that. If they were just hot and Bill said a breeze could have saved them. Then fucking I mean, spray them with water. It's not like they're fish in a fucking fish tank and you for, can forget about it. It's like if everybody's driven by money and you're you're a farmer and That's you know your how whole you, life is like your fucking animals. Each cow you're staring at it's like a fifty thousand dollar you know cow. Like you're staring at like a suitcase full of fifty k with like each not that much. Let's just say five k per cow. Right? You're staring at them and you just see fucking dollar signs. Are you just gonna let somebody just like? It's like throwing, you know, it's like throwing a hundred K into the air and just letting pissing it away. Well, Bobby, you, would, if he wasn't prepared for this and this hundred degree heat comes out of nowhere, there's not much you can do to save 3000 head of cattle. Bill, how about the fact? No, there's no, such, thing, the fact? Ready there's for no this? such thing as heat coming out of nowhere. The same way there's no such thing as snowstorms coming out of nowhere in the north and in Canada. Heat waves like, you know are coming. You know oh, they're why coming. don't, Bill, why don't people have shovels then? Because the snowstorm came out of nowhere and no one ever had to run and get a shovel. <laughs> no one has ever gets you guys want to say be prepared. No one's prepared for a snowstorm. Well, I guarantee if that driveway was worth a hundred thousand fucking dollars and, and, and they would be shoveling the shit out of that thing. Okay. Well, I'm if, all right, Bill, you want you want the conspiracy theory here? Ready? 2019, June 24th, the USDA will operate a new lab for the most dangerous biological agents. The USDA will operate a new $1.25 billion biosafety level four laboratory the federal government is building in Manhattan, Kansas. A biosafety level four laboratory. So, right, that's highly dangerous, right? Highly fucking dangerous lab, okay? The day before all the cows died, okay, a tornado hit the fucking bio lab. Tommy, I'm not going to get into this anymore with you right now. I am doing, I will be doing research. Uh, uh, but do you, do, just from hearing that alone, that a tornado the day before hit a level four bio lab in Kansas. Now this could debunk that Bill Gates poisoned it. This could mean that it's just, hey, a fucking tornado hit a bio lab and chemicals went out and fucking killed all the cows. Like that could be it too. What I'm telling you is I'm not stuck on Bill Gates did it or this one did it or that one did it. I'm just saying it wasn't heat. That seems too ridiculous logically for me. And now all of a sudden in my 60 seconds of research, I'm finding out a tornado hit a fucking bio lab fucking just a couple miles from this guy's fucking ranch. All right. Well, when I do my research, I will find out if that's true or not. And I will also find out if this rancher was neglectful and uh, he uh, totally killed the cows. So well, we will see. Stay it's tuned totally for the next edition of No Mercy where we debate our findings on uh, dead cows uh, in that edition of Animal Farm Part 2. Okay, I don't want to say anything to Bill in the next two weeks, and I guarantee you oh, the first question out of my mouth is going to be, did you do research? And he's going to say no. 
<laughs> I'll do research a little bit like tonight, maybe, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Oh. So, uh, so we started to talk about Justin Bieber for a second. Um, did you want it? Did you want to touch on? You see what's going on with him, Bob? How he's fucking like he's got like facial paralysis and like all kinds of crazy shit happening. Yeah, to him right I mean, now? yeah, we can touch on it. How he looks like uh, the doll from fucking Toy Story. That's creepy. If you ever look at the doll from Toy Story, like, cause you know how those like old dolls, like one eye's open and one eye isn't. You have to like kind of prop them open and shit. Yeah. But um, he's even dressed the same as this doll too, which is creepy. But d- the facial paralysis stuff. I mean, you know, not to beat a dead horse, but but. You know, girlfriends going through same shit. The kid's young and healthy. All of a sudden, he's fucking. You know, his half of his fucking face is paralyzed. Um, and you know, it just goes to the same trend of you know. This is, I mean, it's a kind of an exhausted topic to talk about jab related injuries with with celebrities and athletes, but um, it, it's it's pointing in that direction. Well, I, I don't have many other topical explanations other than that. I mean, it's listen, my whole thing that makes it weird. And again, Bill, what I do is my initial reaction when I see Justin Bieber with a facial thing would like you be, oh, shit, I feel horrible for the kid. You know, it's obviously real. He did a video and fucking didn't blink and his eye was fucking in left field the whole time. Like, that's horrible. I feel horrible for him. Then when I go, oh, who was it? Justin Bieber. Oh, okay. And now I immediately go time the fuck out. Because Justin Bieber is one of the key targets of the cabal. He's mm-hmm. one of the key puppets from the beginning. Like we talked about Drew Barrymore putting a mental institution at 14. Justin Bieber was doing the same shit, getting fucking raped and weird and fucking went batshit, went in a mental institution, was going to commit suicide. And then I start to add on, Bill, the fact that Justin Bieber's had like 14 different diseases happen to him in the last, yes. like he had Lyme disease like a two years ago. And then he was in the hospital for something else a year ago. And now he's got facial paralysis. And the real mic drop for me, which makes me form my hypothesis of this is not just that, is that fucking Haley Bieber, his wife, just three months ago, went into the fucking hospital with a brain issue. Right. So it's like, wait a minute, what the fuck is going on here? Now, is it vaccine? Is it they're trying to take them out? Is it fucking coincidence? I don't know, but Haley Bieber... Just in March of this year, which was not long ago, three years ago, got a brain clot and had to be hospitalized at fucking how young is she? She's so fucking young. Yeah. Like, it's, and it's, now Bieber's so young. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. The other thing, like the Bell's palsy stuff. I mean, these are, these are all, you know, very common things. And, and somebody posed a question, like, are you seeing these types of things happen to people that aren't getting the jab, you know, in, in, the, in these, in, with these numbers and, you have to say no. And the, and the funny thing is, is like people will look at this and say, oh, thank God I got the jab. Otherwise, I would have been in really bad right. shape. But, you know, it, with a lot of the stuff, it takes years for this kind of shit to develop. You know, if you want to go deeper, we could say, you know, every time this guy goes to the hospital, I don't know, is there some type Swapping of reprogramming going on? And now multiplicity, we're seeing Justin Bieber, you know, version eight. Right. It's like Britney Spears version 12. Yeah, it's like fucking. <laughs> I mean, dude, like literally retarded. Uh, the 25 year old model. This is Haley Bieber, wife of Justin Bieber, revealed on Saturday, March 12th, that she'd been treated for blood clot in her brain on Thursday. 25 years old on Thursday morning. I was sitting at breakfast with my husband when I started having a stroke. Like you don't have fucking healthy entertainers. No, don't just fucking have strokes at a table at 25 right after their fucking boyfriend had fucking strokes like. 
a year before, and then right before your boyfriend gets fucking Bell's palsy two months later from a fucking brain thing. Like, Bill, son's going on here, dude. Tommy, again. <laughs> you sound like a disappointed father. You guys are just so uninformed about this. <laughs> <laughs> what did Drew Barrymore say? So Wait until next week when Drew Barrymore's back on. Until not Bill Drew. Uh, this is my good friend who I follow on TikTok, mm-hmm. the Derm Doctor. <laughs> Another Dr. authority Sh- figure that Dr. the animal's following. Dr. Shaw, he is a he is a renowned and loved dermatologist. Mm-hmm. Man. Uh, Justin Bieber has Ramsey Hunt disease, mm-hmm. which is a form of shingles. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know what shingles is? Yes. Shingles is a form Shingles virus lurks in your body if you've had chicken pox. Mm-hmm. One in three people will get shingles in their lifetime. But none in three people will have their face fucking turn into a fucking <laughs> cartoon movie with eyeballs pointing Tommy, in different directions. It is in your body. It is an unawoken disease mm-hmm. that could come at any time. And it's called Ramsey Hunt disease, right. a form of shingles. Right. So it is not unheard of. This has happened to many people before. And Who? What, 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 I, it is unheard of. Here? I didn't know about it. It was unheard of to me until you just and he had zero shingles on his face, by the way. Okay, All the I things I'm looking at Ramsey Hunt show. Was? Here's the symptoms of Ramsey Hunt. Uh, blistering rash, pain deeper in the air, rash that usually appears before facial paralysis. Where, where are pictures of the rash? I mean, maybe they're there. I haven't seen them. The guy came out and showed you his droopy ass face and his. I mean, just been a bad what do you want him to show? His ass with the blisters. <laughs> he, had fucking, he had a concert at Madison Square Garden coming up that Sunday. Maybe they fucking brought him to the cloning lab, reprogrammed him, fucked it up, and said, "Shit, just go say something's wrong. Go with it. Run with it." Well, Tommy, I mean, um, he just had Lyme disease like the year before that. And he just had a mental breakdown the year before that. Also, also, I'll I'll inform you. Please it do. is also a form of herpes. Uh-huh. So ah. we know that Justin Bieber has been with many women. And, you know, I'm hmm. definitely afraid of herpes and many other things that, he, you know, yeah, he you got me scared. Sexually, he's a sexual. Yeah. I don't want herpes even more. Now you're facing sexual, me. I'm gone. He's a sexual deviant, right? Right. He's probably slept with. No, numerous amounts of women. Right. So everything together, which we're going to go back to again, created a perfect storm in his body. And it's with the right retroviral or antiviral medicine, this will go away from him, but it'll always lay dormant in his body. And it could happen at any time. Okay. So, so he got he got COVID in February. He tried to commit suicide more than 10 times, said he was very suicidal. He had a drug problem where he had to step away from his career because he was anxiety and mental health issues. He then got Lyme disease. He then got COVID again, and now he's got fucking Ramsey Hunt facial paralysis. I mean, the guy's pretty much got everything. fucking things, dude. He's got pretty much everything in the world that you don't want. Everything. Everything. And 99% of this was before he got the shot or the jab that Bobby said. Well, no, the uh, the jab actually took place after COVID, and after the jab is when he got this shit. Well, one of the on reasons now. why everything else was before that. Well, but yeah, one of the reasons the why I was special. nervous about getting the jab is because if you have these dormant underlying symptoms, Lyme disease, Crohn's disease, and and if your Crohn's is not inflammatory, if your Lyme disease is not inflammatory, if your Bell's palsy, a lot of these 
these foreign agents that enter your body activate mm-hmm. all of that shit. You know, Listen, like Bobby, you're not wrong. You may be right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like this jab could have activated dormant symptoms already, exacerbated symptoms. You or know, that, your body could just there. be weaker. Like a, a lot of the things yeah. you've said about, you know, you not wanting to get the jab. Um, I haven't gotten it. You haven't gotten it for different reasons, right? I haven't gotten yeah. it just because I'm not afraid of anything because fucking if things haven't killed me by now, I'm good. So I'm not getting a fucking protective uh, shot that I don't know what the fuck's in it to protect me from something that I have a 99.9% chance of surviving, which I did survive shortly thereafter, after not getting it. And in two days I was doing shows again. So but think was, about it. They didn't start fucking with him. But hold they on, didn't but real start. Quick. Oh yeah, go ahead. But so I, I'm not going to get that for that. You didn't get it one because of your stance that you believe, you know, obviously there's something up with the jab, but even beyond that, that you have Crohn's disease and you don't know mm-hmm. how your body's going to react. I mean, a ghost has Crohn's disease and Mike has uh, uh autoimmune disorder too. Three of my be- closest people in my life have serious, you know, uh, autoimmune disorders. And all three of them said the same thing. I don't know what this shot's going to do to me because my body isn't maybe as strong to fight off as yours is or Bill's is or something else. So yeah, it could just be that fucking his body's weaker from getting the shit beat out of it. And, this thing fucking whacked dude. Him. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't remember. Like, Bieber went straight for a while. And after Bieber went straight, that like, he went clean long, yeah. cut. And then I feel like that's when the shit started happening, man. It yeah. always starts happening to people when they when they when they go clean. Yep. You know, that's when it happened to fucking Tupac when he started getting shot up and shit. You know, yeah, that's so what now happened to Kobe. I think Kobe's been... fucking helicopter crashed right when he was yeah, starting dude. to be seen at church all the time. That's uh, once you start leaving the cabal, you get whacked. But anyway, Bill, I know you gotta go in a minute, so let me just hit on Elon Musk now. Uh, before we get there, uh, Elon Musk came out, did a fucking uh, a Zoom meeting with the Twitter employees, which I think is the funniest thing ever. Um, where does that make you stand, Bill? Me and Kurt talked about it for a second on No Mercy Plus, where Kurt said, you know what? The fact that he did this meeting and had this whole thing makes me believe maybe he is actually buying Twitter. Where do you stand before we get into the contents of the meeting? Oh, it makes me believe that he's not buying Twitter. Oh, why is that? Uh, I've said it from the beginning. You have. And I'll say it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, this deal is not going to happen. Okay. Why? Um, what What? What has changed, Tommy? He's, he's Nothing. trying. He signed the deal. The deal's done. He's just got to get the money over. Yeah. He's trying to get out of paying all no, that No, he's money. trying to get it cheaper. Exactly. Well, that's not. That's not. Listen, if I really want to buy Bobby's Jeep. Like we said, I gave this example before. I really want to buy Bobby's Jeep. I love his Jeep. It's the Jeep I want. I'm willing to overspend for it. And then right after we close on the Jeep, I end up finding out, oh, wait, someone died in it. I gave this example. I'd be a fucking idiot to not go and fight Bobby to get a couple grand back on that Jeep. Listen, bottom line, even if I lose that, I'm still going to buy the Jeep because I signed the contract. But I may even take Bobby to court and say, this is absolute bullshit. I was misled. I did the same thing with my marriage. I was misled by the chick that I married and went to court and was able to get it annulled where they said the marriage never happened within three, within six months. You could do that. Right. So that's the thing. He's, he could just be sitting here, which I believe going, wait, I could save 10 billion by proving their frauds. Yeah. I don't think any of that shows that he doesn't want to own Twitter anymore. 
Tommy, of course he wants to. Anybody, I want to own it. He, he, raised, he got up 40-something billion dollars I to buy it. it. I want to own it, Tommy. But if you can get it for 30, why wouldn't he do it? Why wouldn't but he try and get the, it for 30? That's not the deal. The deal was for 53 or $54 a share. Right. It is down to 38 or whatever it is. Right. It's now it's no longer a good deal. I don't give a shit what. It's, the share price doesn't Tommy, matter. Of course it matters. Why? Because he, no businessman who's a billionaire is going to pay more for something than it's worth. He already did because he knows the value of it. He offered more than it was worth when he offered it, knowing. Yeah, a few shares. Not because if you if you give not, a not, not, no, not Bill, Bill, you didn't read right. it obviously. Because if he gave a competitive offer, it had to it. He needed to give an offer that blows right through all the arbitrators. That is so fair and just to everyone. He even said it. He said, I went so far above and beyond that Twitter cannot even say this isn't a fair offer. They have to accept it. They have to entertain it. And it was almost like a hostile takeover in a very sweet way. That's why he went so high on the offer. Now he knows that the deal is a bad deal. No, it's not the deal is a bad deal. It's that he might be able to get it cheaper. Tommy, he already made the deal. Twitter will right. not renegotiate with him. Right. So that's what I'm saying. If if Twitter doesn't renegotiate with him, then he's going to be on the hook for the fucking money. He's going to pay the money. He's going to have Twitter. But if he can go and have a court say, you were misled, and now go re-offer Twitter at $30 billion, why would he not do that? Because he's threatening to cancel the deal, Tommy. That's what you do when you're fu- – he can't yeah. cancel the deal. Yes, that's of, course he, of course he can. He can only cancel it in the act of fraud. Well, that's what he's claiming. Right. In which case, he'd have to prove that. He can to claim fraud. Right. Which he should if he's trying to fucking go get a cheaper price. You can't rework the deal until you unwind the initial deal. You got to get out of the first deal in order to rework the second deal. I knew it wasn't going to happen, and it's still not going to happen. So when the day, if it ever does, and it happens, and he gets it, and what he paid for... Then we'll talk about it then. But until then, it's been months. It hasn't happened. Nothing is on the radar of it happening. And we go on from there. Okay. And Bill? I mean, I'm sorry, Bobby. Well, you know, just from like reading, and, and I've, I've been kind of skimming over it while you guys were just like diuretically spewing bullshit back and forth. Um <laughs> I think it's interesting to point out that one of the main things that was talked about in in large part was spot or or bot spam accounts like like that's the thing he wants to address most is like and 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 i don't know if you came up with this or if you read something but he wants to do like a twitter blue thing where like i I was the first person to come in in his tweet he tweeted out that he wants to get rid of the bots so that people could identify humans and on the first elon musk podcast we did i came out and said he's trying to verify humans that's what that's his main goal here with the check mark will be human verification, and it, which will then yeah. lead to Twitter blue. I mean, if that's true, then I, I definitely think that, you know, he's going to go through go uh, through with it and, and purchase the company. But um, the other thing I found interesting was, because <laughs> we, we talked about this earlier when we referenced the Holocaust, and why is the Holocaust like the one thing you can't talk about? And like, everybody always does this where they talk about how they want to be a platform of free speech. Even fucking 4chan has rules and regulations each board has different rules and regulations that if you don't follow them you get kicked off so like you know be careful when, when people backtrack a little bit on the freedom of speech take it with a grain of salt that doesn't mean they're a fucking shill or anything but he does say 
there's freedom of speech and freedom of reach. Freedom of speech is one thing because like anyone could just go into the middle of Times Square and say anything they want. They could just walk into the middle of Times Square Almost and deny. Yeah, he said they could walk into the middle of Times Square and deny the Holocaust. Okay, you can't stop them. They will do that. But that doesn't mean that needs to be promoted to millions of people. So I think people should be allowed to say pretty outrageous things that are within the bounds of the law, but then it doesn't get amplified. It does not get a ton of reach. So basically, what he's trying to say is, is that we're gonna allow, we're not gonna ban these accounts, but it's gonna be like screaming in the middle of a woods with no one listening. That sounds a lot like shadow banning. It, it doesn't does. seem like too much is gonna change. Um, it is. Uh, and Bill, is there anything else you wanted to cover on the Elon Musk thing before we get into the minutia, which I'm sure you don't care about because you don't even think it's happening? So, oh uh, no, because I don't think it's happening. Right. And I'm not gonna I drag you through what he's saying if you don't. think But it's I happening. do think Bobby is right. Um, I I don't think much will change from it, besides maybe a few people getting their accounts back. Not everybody. Yeah. But oh, yeah. like, like Bobby just said, what? Me 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 me. What's the use of getting your account back when you're not going to be able to reach people? Yeah, uh, right. And that's what we're going to go into here because I want to dig into this a little bit heavier as and far as is, what that I've means. said it all, and that's all I need to say. I have to go start my research on the cows. <laughs> I will say he has been saying there have been – he said this. There have been a lot of crypto scams on Twitter. That was a line that I definitely wanted to put out there. Uh-huh. He's admitting that there's crypto scans <clears throat> and like NFTs and stuff. Uh, scams on Twitter. Hey, I agree. listen, it's important. So there you go. I've said it all. You've said it all, Bill. Um, and I'm out. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now that we got rid of him, we can fight. Bill, don't close your thing. Don't close your thing. Text him you know that you know that friend that has like awkward exits. You know he's the awkward exit friend. He's just an idiot. I hear you chirping, Bill. Are you back here? No, he left again. He's playing. He's playing hopscotch with us. We should make every time he goes to like go out the door. We should fucking yell his name out so he hears on his computer. Comes back to, uh, <laughs> to fucking talk to him like we used to do with Kurt and Danny. Um, so uh, no, but I mean you know on. he's got a he's got a relatively valid point that if if he is focusing a lot. On the issue of bots, it, it, it is it buyer's remorse. I mean, that's something that you know should be thought about. The question is, what is the reasoning behind his mentioning of this, and why is this such a central focus? Like, you would think that he would have known beforehand that this was, you know, going on. He did. So, yeah. so, so here's the the conspiracy side of it, uh, where because you know, obviously, like I said, you know, you can't just make a hypothesis and not play both sides, right? Obviously, I have a strong bias here. I want him to buy Twitter. I want for selfish reasons. We've already gone over that a million times. Don't need to beat that to death. So I have a bias. So knowing I have a bias, I now have to take myself out of that role and think, okay, if he wasn't buying it, what was the motive here? And there is a clear motive. That's that's the one thing I, I am kind of worried about with this because there's a very clear motive on why he would do this. If he knew, which I'm pretty sure Elon Musk more than anyone in the world would know all the details of bot activity on Twitter and what percentage are bots and all that, considering the guy is literally a human robot. Um, mm -hmm. If he did know all that going in, right? He could go in, say, I know I have an eventual out because I know this is flawed data. I'm going to crash Twitter. That's my goal. I'm going to tank it. So what I'm going to do 
is I'm going to put in an extreme offer that, that fucking no one else could compete with. I'm going to be granted Twitter. I'm going to have it. It's going to be mine. Okay. And I'm never going to have to actually pay for it because then I'm going to expose all the bots that Twitter has along the process. I'm going to tweet like a madman and gain 30 million followers. He's getting like 30 million followers. I think in the yeah. last fucking like month and a half broke Twitter records for uh, likes and shit. I'm going to go gain a shit ton of followers. I'm going to get to a hundred million followers. And then guess what? I'm going to turn around and go, fuck this. I don't have to buy Twitter now because there's 24% bots. That is not what I signed up for. I'll be able to get out of the deal. And then instead of buying Twitter now, I've destroyed their brand so much. I can drive their stock down to $12 a share, drive their company through the floor. And then maybe I pick it up for pennies on the dollar, or maybe I just let it die and start my own fucking social media or just be the king. I, that's, that's reasonable. I mean, yeah, these are all, these are all reasonable and, and logical just based yeah. on his history as well. But, um, you know, it's funny that he talks about, uh, like bot scams and stuff like that. Cause he was involved in like a sec fraud case where like, you know, his, his Twitter. Yeah, dude. His tweets were affecting markets, man. Yep. Like they're affecting crypto markets. His appearance on Joe Rogan crashed his fucking stock. So mm -hmm. I think that's when he realized the power of the shit that he says was when he, he was on the Rogan podcast and he was smoking weed. And uh -huh. that just the fact that he smoked weed crashed his fucking stock. He probably said a light bulb probably went off like, wait, if I could use this power to my detriment, I could use this same power to my benefit. Mm -hmm. How can I do it? You know, so it's like, you know, if we think Elon Musk is going to save us all, you know, I have no pro I've, I've always said this. I have no problem being people being selfishly motivated. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I actually think it's healthy. I, I think it's healthy in news and media. If you're trying to grow your own brand and you expose Watergate, you know, like it, it's stuff like that. Good. You know, I, if, if he wants to grow his own brand in the meantime, crash Twitter for all the fucking bots and the bullshit that's going on by all means, you know, like that's fine. I, I have no issue with that. Um, the issue I do have is if he says certain things and then fucking backtracks once he gets it, because it's, that seems to be the growing pattern, even with truth social media, like with you, where you type in a word on truth social, the bastion of, of free speech, and you can't even put the word like retarded or something in a truth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the, the thing about him is that I don't think he just realized it. I do, I do think people give people too much credit, whether it's Donald Trump, Elon Musk, Bill Gates, Hillary Clinton, whoever it is. Everyone thinks because they're up in these positions of authority that they know everything and they know what's coming and like they know what they're doing. And like, no, they're, they're retarded people. Like Donald Trump's a retarded person. Like that's in my opinion. He's not brilliant. Like he's he's smart, but he's, he's mm -hmm. retarded. And and it's like everyone's like, well, he must have a plan because he's, no, he's a billionaire. no. It's retarded. Elon Musk is completely socially awkward and retarded. He's right. genius. But when he went on Joe Rogan, he just was like, Ugh, and then fucked up. So these guys yeah. do fuck up. Like it, it is a mistake and not everything is calculated. Not everything is white hat, black hat, detailed military operations. Sometimes they're just fucking stupid people. No, yeah, I don't, I don't think the weed thing was calculated. I think no, that's yeah. when he was like, whoa, look at what my behavior does to fucking global markets. Yeah. Let's see what a tweet can do. Right. And so so I do see that. So so I pitched the theory of why Elon and how Elon would have been able to uh, be bullshitting this whole entire time. Right. And I do believe that is real. But now I'm reading between the lines and I'm thinking, one, like I told Bill, everyone would try and fucking get the price down if you can, especially for a 10, 40 billion dollar investment, even shaving a couple billion off 
is is an insane thing. So I do think everything that's going on is shouldn't worry anyone. Uh, the the main worry for me would be that he's not talking about owning Twitter too much up until this week. Like he kind of didn't mention it for like a month, really. Mm-hmm. Like he stopped talking about it. So that would be a little bit worrisome uh, in that perspective. But the big thing for me is that he's going through all the process. He's going through all the steps. He's going through the motion here by doing this meeting. So this meeting that he just had, if we say that he is going to buy Twitter, was very telling. And you were talking about the shadow banning. I didn't read it like that. I read it oh, differently, yeah. even though, I mean, maybe rose-colored glasses. But uh-huh. he did say that the algorithm is going to push certain things up. Hold on, get my remote here. The algorithm is going to push certain things up and push certain things down. What I love that he said was they tried to catch him. They were like, what if they're putting up acts of, you know, rape and torture and murder and stuff like that? And he's like, well, that stuff should be able to exist. Like, mm-hmm. you know, as long as it's not against the law. So no matter how disgusting and vile it is, I'm paraphrasing, as long as it's not against the law, it should be up there. We'll just make sure that it's not pushed, you know, and featured everywhere. So obviously he's going to control the algorithm. Obviously he's going to control what's pushed and what's not. But the biggest thing he said, which is the biggest benefit to those of us who are in the conspiracy world, um, his main focus, they were talking about inclusivity. So they were like, well, you know, what is your trick on inclusivity? You know, we have to be inclusive. We have to respect people's dues. And he's like, you know, I don't think our goal here is going to be to not offend people. I think that's ridiculous. You know, yeah. the, in- the way to be inclusive right here. Yeah. I mean, well, to be clear, you know, when we talk about Twitter as a whole, there's 8 billion people in the world. I'm told there's 200 million daily users on Twitter. That's 7.8 billion person gap. So I think we really want to have, you know, I don't know, at least a billion people on Twitter, maybe more, as many people as we possibly can get on Twitter. So I think that is the most inclusive definition of inclusivity, just like all humans. So he's saying the problem is we shouldn't be worried about anyone's feelings. We need to get everyone in the world on Twitter, and then we'll include the whole include world, them. which yeah, is the yeah. definition of inclusivity. So we shouldn't put anyone out. But the, the funny the thing other is, definition of inclusivity is including varying opinions. That's I mean, what he like says. That's the, he goes deep yeah. into it, and he says here, uh, so it's important to make Twitter as attractive as possible. And really, that means not showing people content that they would find hateful or offensive or even, frankly, content they would find boring is not good. This is the most important part of everything I read. We don't even want them to see boring content unless we were talking about TikTok last night. And TikTok obviously does a great job of making sure you're not bored. I mean, it's like ADD, but next yeah. level. But TikTok yeah. does a great job of making you not bored. I mean, I do find some of the videos offensive, I think, but they're not boring. So he's right. saying there, he's like, I don't care if it's offensive. It's not boring. So the folks, how do we ensure people have content that is that they find entertaining and engaging and interesting such that they want to keep using Twitter and use it more? So, yeah, that's essentially what it is. So he basically his whole thing is I don't give a fuck what you're saying. I don't care if you're fucking talking about fucking baby blood. I don't care if you're talking about fucking anything. Don't be boring. If you're if you're getting interaction, you will be pushed. Because he's running a business. He needs clicks and likes. Tommy G and Bob's Lessons and Donald Trump and Alex Jones, those are click, 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 clicks. Even the Q people, those are tons of millions of clicks. That's what he wants. He doesn't want, I, I, I see this as, do you think Joe Biden's a bad president? You're not going to get pushed. Hey, guess what? Right. I think Hillary Clinton's a fucking lizard. You're getting pushed. So I think it's the opposite. I think it's a shadow boost. He's going to shadow ban the boring shit and boost Michelle Obama has a dick videos and all the shit we're doing. I think um, you are 
straight up doing this like through your whatever rose colored lenses because mm -hmm. everything you just said is to benefit yourself which yes. is fine and you want to do that of course um but i think you're delusional the same way i was delusional about a lot of stuff trump said he was gonna do you know where it's like ooh, i want that because remember 302 oh he's talking about or 230 he's talking about 230 uh section 230 uh you know which is gonna oh all the social media companies will be held liable that's gonna free us up the shadow bands are gonna be like trump started talking about all right. this stuff i mean he was like the whistleblower the only... on, on all... and then keep going keep going i don't want to cut you no, off no i mean that, that's pretty much it but like I... you know i don't think it's gonna be a shadow boost like i i just i don't see that happening so the... it it hasn't happened yet right so the difference between QAnon, trump and this is that yes? I have a I have a reason to believe, and so do you, honestly, with the videos that you put out. You would love that them to shadow put to boost crazy content. I am also, and and not saying anyone else isn't. I'm only speaking for myself. I'm a very well adept and very successful businessman. I've had multiple multi million dollar companies, right? So I know business. I'm also not extremely talented in any area. I'm a great marketer. <laughs> I have a great mouth. And I have great insight and vision and I outwork everyone, right? I'm not the best gambler in America. I'm not the best podcast host in America. I wasn't the best stock trader in America. I was good enough to be respected and then just grinded and pushed. And I know how to market. When we win, I sham it down everyone's throats. When we have a podcast segment, we jam it down everyone's throats. What is the goal of Twitter? Like if you own Twitter right now, Bob, and I said, you have to make as much money as physically possible in Twitter this year. 2022, it, you don't charge anyone for anything, right? Which he's gonna, he's gonna. And when you pay that fucking $5 a month, I'm gonna tell you right now, when you pay that $5 a month, which you're gonna have, you're gonna get a verified check mark. You're gonna get pushed to the top of all the comments and you are gonna be able to fucking post pictures of, of Bill Rupp fucking a donkey and nothing's gonna happen to you if you are a paying member of Twitter, which I will be and most of you will be and that is the goal. But let's take Twitter blue out. What is your goal? How does Twitter make money in 2022? How are you going to make Impre money? I mean, impressions. Okay. So therefore, the only way you make money, if there's no subscription service, is impressions, correct? Right. So what is your number one focus of Twitter as the owner so focusing solely on business? Right. The, it, so explain to me why Twitter took away 81 the, million impressions the on a tweet. they're selling. It's the reason they're selling their company because they sacrificed business for politics. The same things Netflix did, the same thing CNN did. Why do you think they had that luxury of sacrificing business for politics? Because they had the cabal behind them or fucking, you know, they just thought they and were that's invincible. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what Elon Musk is and what his Oh, no, 100%. Is. I don't want to get in. I want to stay on this yeah. one micro point. I know what you're saying. Right, the micro point. Well, the micro point, point is to help. From a business perspective. Yeah, I'm, yeah I know what you're saying. From a business perspective, if Bob's lessons own Twitter, you want Tommy G back on Twitter. You want him posting like a maniac. You don't care what the fuck he's posting about. You want to push him to the top of the algorithm. Anyone who's interesting and engaging and controversial, you want at the top, right? Everyone says in media, fucking headlines sell, right? They always post the fucking crazy headline clickbait. You want clickbait because the clicks are the only way for you to get money. So those rose-colored glasses that we're all conspiracy theorists are going to get pushed up actually isn't hope. It's the only thing you would do as a responsible business owner. Yeah. 
I mean, as a you said, keyword responsible. If your and, sole and focus is making money, I always talk about liberal point of no return. That means like once like a law is established or a liberal point is established, like there's no right. turning back from it. Yeah. And I just haven't seen any examples of of things turning PC and then unPCing themselves. If right. that makes sense. I agree sense. with that. Well, I mean, so uh, you know, this would be unprecedented. I mean, it would be. It's a complete change in leadership, though, right? Like you saw the country when a president changes. When we went from Obama to Trump to Biden, you saw. Complete but does much? I mean, like, does much really change? No, no. But I mean, you did yeah. see um, the perception of change, right? So in yeah, Twitter, we'll see policy what changes. What is Twitter? I mean, Twitter's just a data collection site to fucking kill us all. Yeah. Social media in general is doing nothing but collecting our body movements, our data. They're going to clone us. They're gonna, they got a fucking factory. That's why Facebook was created, right? It's a fucking yeah. data farm to fucking turn us into robots. So that that we know. Now it's just a matter of how could we selfishly enjoy it as much as possible until they succeed in that. And I think I don't think Twitter's I don't think Twitter's dead the way I think Facebook's dead. Like I think a- anybody could take over Facebook at this point and I feel like it's way too far gone. Cuz that generation you know? doesn't really give second chances, you know? Yes. The thing is like Danny and Bill, even though Bill's 42, he's really 82. Um they don't give second chance. Once they formulate something, once they get their mindset on something, that's it. So once the older generation that was thriving was basically carrying Facebook decides I'm done with Facebook. They're never going back. Millennials will fucking flip flop back and forth and jump on things, try things, go off them, come back on them. Let's see. Let's give it a chance. But uh, no, I do agree with you. I think Facebook's dead no matter what happens. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. It might, there may be an illusion of change and, um, you know, like I said, I won't fucking change my stance on anything until they bring Alex Jones back. I mean, I won't change my stance on anything (laughs) either until they bring Tommy G back. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> but I meant to say Tommy thing, G. Did I say Alex Jones? Nah, what a did. Freudian so slip. Let, let's cover two things here and get out of the way. All so right. two things, Rogan and monkeypox, right? So uh, Rogan is on topic. Just remind me to talk about this. Well, I mean, can we just fucking do an end zone dance on our monkeypox prediction? I do. I want to end on that. I want to end on that. Oh, okay. So okay. We're going to end on that. So stay tuned to hear us fucking uh, end zone dance our monkeypox predictions. But uh, while we're on, you just mentioned Alex Jones. I do want to bring up Joe Rogan uh, because yeah. they tie together. So Joe Rogan, we had a conversation the other day. I thought it was a great conversation. We'll give a cliff note version of it right now. That mm-hmm. is Joe Rogan bad? Is Joe Rogan good? We don't know. And Alex Jones is who you just mentioned. If the, if Elon Musk brings Alex Jones back, you know he's bringing the fucking chaos. He's bringing the heat. And now you can say, okay, um, you know, maybe you buy into him being good or him being not good necessarily, but uh, after what I believe he's after, which is complete and total chaos on Twitter. Um, what we brought up the Rogan thing. Give your points on the Rogan stuff. We talked about. Yeah, well, I I've been following Rogan since like man, since the early days. You know, like with Brian Redband yep. and uh, Fear you know, Factor. Since, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, yeah. I've been watching that a little bit, but like early early Rogan was you know a little bit less produced. Redband was producing it. Uh, the guests were you know like a lot of cool comics and scientists and stuff. And then I just thought he rebranded, you know? I mean, it's just like when you, uh, like a band or a, a fame artist, you like puts out an album and you're like, okay, well, this is the point where I think they might've sold out. Or right. maybe the record company's like saying, change your sound a little bit. And maybe somebody, you know, now that he's owned by Spotify or whoever, they're saying, hey, maybe less Alex Jones and more, you know, Brendan fucking Schaub or right. whatever, you know, like we're, we're pushing this. Like, for example, comedians, if they go on Showtime and do a special on Showtime, right? And Showtime sponsored by Pfizer. They can't do a joke about Pfizer. Right, yes. You know, and that's important. 
to understand. That doesn't make Joe a fucking shill. Um, I just think he tried to rebrand himself. And one of the things that that he said uh, is that you know he did a conspiracy show and he went to a lot of these people and he found out that some of these people are fucking full of shit too, which is fine. And maybe he got exhausted about it because I frankly. I get exhausted all the fucking time, you know, mm-hmm. with some of this stuff, like, cause it brings a certain type of energy. Dark like energy. I'm, sh- I'm sure he was tired of people being like being the conspiracy guy. Right. It's like being the weed guy. Every, everybody always comes to you when you got weed and they don't want to talk about anything else. When you become a conspiracy guy, people come up to you and all they do want to do is talk about conspiracies. Right. You know, it's like, dude, like, I mean, come on, man. So maybe he checked out a little bit. I mean, what did I do? I fucking checked out a little bit and started selling video games. Yep. Maybe, you know, and so maybe he just wanted to have a podcast with his friends. But either way, I start. I thought he turned a little chameleon, um, you know, and, and changing his tone based on whatever the guest was. But, you know, two important facts is he moved out of California to Texas. He moved out of the devil's asshole to Texas. So there is something to be said about that. But the other thing is Joe Rogan is the number one fucking gatekeeper of comedy. So, and I've always talked about how important comedians are. And Joe Rogan, you go on his show, you're a made man. It's like getting made. You get your Netflix specials, you get your own podcast, you get your millions, millions. Uncle D, Uncle Joey Diaz, dude. Like, I mean, he everyone falls from the Rogan trees. The Bill Belichick of of media. I I think that's a great example. I think Bill Belichick's a good one. Um, but the thing about Joe, he's and we talked about this too. He's always been authentic. He caught two really good waves. He he caught the MMA UFC wave way early in its inception, and he caught the podcasting wave. And uh, Iconic actually made a good point. If you are a fan of Joe Rogan, if you're a fan of podcasting, thank Tom fucking Green and Andy Milanakis because they were the ones that did it first. Joe Rogan goes on Tom Green is like, whoa, you can just do this from your fucking home studio and like, you know, put it on the Internet and shit. Boom. Next thing you know, Joe Rogan's the number one podcaster in the world. So I do think he's had two separate organic growths that just so happen to grow simultaneously. And let's let's be real. He's had a major part in growing the UFC as well. So he's he's cross-pollinating and growing uh most brands at the same time. But I don't think he's I don't think he's a shill. I mean right. him and Alex Jones are buddies. We we've talked about that. And I, I think a lot of these relationships established are organic. However, there is that element where he is the Don. He is a gatekeeper. And I use the Oprah reference, and I know that's more of a sinister gatekeeper, but Oprah was the similar gatekeeper to actors and actresses and celebrities. Yeah. Okay, real quick. Think about this. Oprah, John of God, right? Of course. Dr. Phil, correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Think of some of the doctors and, and, you know, some of your, you call quote unquote pseudoscience practice, you know, the keto guy or like, you know, the person that does the... The, the cryogenic, you know, guy that comes on Joe They're Rogan on and then it's a, right, or yeah, what, what I'm saying is like, these people are on Rogan. Same thing with Dr. Oz, Dr. Right. Phil, John of God being on Oprah. So, you know, he's established a lot of careers. So there's a lot of motivation to try to control that dude. But right. So, so my take on Rogan has been the same. It's never changed. It's never flip-flopped. It's never wavered. You point, you covered a lot of the points as you just went through it. I think people that call Joe Rogan a psyop and Joe Rogan, this are fucking the same idiots that call Alex Jones a psyop. I yes. think you're a fucking idiot. I just yeah. think you're a kid. That's all I think. I think you're young. 
because anyone old enough would just say they're crazy. But if you're saying the word that Alex Jones is a psyop and Joe Rogan's a psyop, you're a fucking idiot. That's it. You're mm-hmm. just too you're just too young to just have a brain. You don't deserve it. You're just reading what Q said or this and that. And that was kind of when I got out on Q when they started to say Alex Jones is a psyop. Alex Jones is the reason oh, dude, this yeah. podcast exists. Alex yeah. Jones is the reason any of you know anything about adrenochrome, know anything about Sandy Hook, know anything about any school shooting con. All the shit you talk about today is from fucking Alex Jones. Okay. Now, is he batshit crazy? Yeah. But I want you to think about this when you think about Alex, and then we'll talk about Joe. When you think about Alex Jones and everyone goes, look how crazy he is and how loud he is. He's so stupid. If he just stopped talking like that, people would believe him. How has he not been killed yet? They're the same people saying Trump has to talk like that and has to be that crazy (laughs) to get everyone's attention. Right, right. They're the same people saying, why is Alex Jones so crazy? And then backing Trump's tweets. Like, because they're hypocritical. They're living in a fucking... They're living in a multiple rose color glass. Well, what if we just delivered conspiracy in a very dry tone? No with one would listen to it. Everyone does background. it. That's why we became a top five podcast in America. And all the people who were out before us never did fucking anything because they were fucking boring. And guess what? The whole thing with Alex Jones, sometimes you got to make them. Sometimes you got to be crazy to be heard. Right. Even if you're talking about liberal protesters, how many of them fucking sit there and just go, oh, we should really uh, fucking uh Stop banning abortion. No, you got to scream at the top of your lungs and crazy glue yourself to a floor and chain yourself to a basket. They're doing this loud, insane shit because it's so ridiculous. The media has to cover it. So it makes sense why Alex Jones is doing it. The other thing about Alex Jones is that he fucking um, he's so deep down the rabbit hole, right? Mm -hmm. That he's personally seen things we will never see. He's talked to the most powerful, important people in the world. Do you feel like you're a little crazier than you were in 2018? 100%. Everyone listening to this podcast, I want you to ask your family and friends, now that you're down the conspiracy rabbit hole with your toe in it, if they think you're crazier than they did three years ago. Now times that by 40 years, okay, where you're going to be and what you're going to sound like 40 years from now, Alex Jones has been doing it 40 years. He's been doing this shit, talking about this shit. And imagine you had the access of Alex Jones to see someone drinking baby blood, to see the gold reservations that are being hidden places. Now imagine how batshit you would end up being. I don't Mm -hmm. blame him for being crazy. There's a fucking meme that I always post that said, uh, when people ask me, how do I sleep? And I say, if you knew what I knew, you wouldn't sleep either. Right? Right? Like, imagine Alex Jones. So stop fucking jumping him. And Joe Rogan's the same thing, to wrap it up. Joe Rogan Mm -hmm. was fucking nobody. He was a host of Fear Factor. He was a he was a B level news radio C level stand up yeah, comic. I mean, yeah, yeah. No one watched his fucking specials, but guess what? All his old 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 specials still were all about conspiracies. They're the same content that he does now in his current stand ups. Just people listen to him now. So he's always been on the conspiracy side. I know people who know him. Sam Triple, he's fucking one great friends with him, right? Mike Constantino, my business partner, smoked weed with Joe Rogan in a fucking event. He was so deep in the UFC and hung out with him before he was anybody. I know Romanelli. I know Romanelli's met Rogan. You guys trust Romanelli? I know tons of people, tons of people who've known Rogan for years. Maybe they don't talk to him now, but they knew him 10 years ago, 20 years ago when UFC was first starting, who all said, no, that's him, bro. He's fucking just nuts. He does a shit ton of drugs. He's always been talking about this fucking crazy shit. Don't trust the government, this and that. And he happened to catch the podcast boom. 
He happened to catch it at the ground floor, like buying a bored ape on the internet for fucking $5. And he just got lucky. He got yeah. lucky. Like Matthew Barry in fantasy football. He's not the best. He just was first. There's some skill in that. There's some timing in that. And there's some luck in that. So well, he he's got- also yeah, he's also honed his craft just because like, he comes from that uh, martial arts background, so he knows the dedication that it requires and the time to to hone your craft. So right. over and the, he's smart. You know, develop, yeah. yeah, but the other thing is this: Have you ever so seen? I don't American- think he was in. So that's a, the, the final thing here with Oprah. Yeah, he wasn't anointed anything. That's no, right, right, right. Oprah was chosen as the gatekeeper. She was put on that show. That show was pushed up the media algorithm, basically, and she was granted that position like jimmy kimmel like all these other people joe rogan earned his spot and just got so big that now they can't control him how about this bigger than their control capacity what does a good loyal friend do uh he promotes his friends Mm -hmm. he he, maybe even if they don't fucking deserve it you know like even if you go watch the uh the the famous episode where he just goes into Brendan Schaub and saying, dude, light him on fire. He let him on fire about his career. Quit yeah. UFC. You're going to die. Fucking, yeah. You're not that good. I mean, that, that was the most important thing, but at the same token, he got him into the other side of it, right? right to protect him and then promoted arguably one of the worst fucking standup comics yeah. of all time who ended up with the Netflix special. So he, he, he always, Gives his friends credit. He always pushes Who's on them, these podcasts. Them. Okay. Let's say I was I mean, the Joe dude. Rogan, right? I was a little bit bigger than everyone else. Bobby wasn't even in the media world. He was doing yeah. you know, lessons and teaching. Bill Rupp was doing his own thing. Gambling. Please don't compare yourself to Joe Rogan, dude. Please. Um, in our little world. Oh my right? God. No, I'm, I'm saying it, not even in the conspiracy <laughs> world. In our no mercy world, I would be the Joe Rogan figure, right? I okay. Had a, sure. I had, a sure. Big, I had a big sports podcast way before we were ever conspiracy. God, fans got it the top five in the country. Okay, okay. I had the check mark. I had thirty thousand. You were a little fucking, uh, little running around talking about the flat Earth and the moon is fake. But but think about what I did. Honestly, who does the podcast with me? My cousin, my brother, right. my uncle, and my best friend. Right. Right. Well, and there was other people too that I was close with that brought into my world, business, and in here that are no longer so here. Brandon Schaub, dude, there, there is that what you're Brandon saying? Shobbs, right? <laughs> ben Jamin was Brandon Schaub, right? Like, you know, he brought him in, was close to him. Then it's like, oh, maybe all right, go do your own thing. Like, I mean, let me focus on fucking some other people. As long as I'm not Bert fucking Kreischer, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, you would be Theo Vaughn. Oh, I will yeah. fucking take that. Yeah. Gang gang. Yeah. I'll take gang, that gang. any fucking day, dude. But but I mean that's like what people do. You bring your fan, yeah. fan friends and family in, and then some of them end up being better than you. Yeah. There's a lot of people I've found I mean, on we've Rogan seen that, that are better we've than seen, Rogan. Uh, and uh, just a great example. We have seen that I am way more equipped to do this line of work than you are. By far. <laughs> it's not even close. <laughs> that's why i keep my name on the masthead just so yeah, people know no matter right. what they say i can always say it's my name on the show <laughs> oh, no. no but you know in, in all seriousness honestly like, bill's probably more equipped to do this than i am actually you know bill 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 surprised me man he's got a someone made a reference to sam kennison i think that's really great if you don't know who sam kennison what yeah. yeah watch those freakouts by early kennison it's hilarious but okay have you ever seen american gangster with uh denzel washington yes you know that scene where he's with all of his family and then he just goes out into the street and just shoots this motherfucker in the head right. in the middle of the street, right? What did that do? It made everybody in his family say, okay, well, you know, 
this guy means fucking business. Like right. he's the fucking King Dick. Everybody on the street, nobody said anything. Yep. Now I'm King Dick, right? Rogan did that in comedy. He assassinated Carlos Mencia. He called him Carlos Menstelia at a comedy store in LA. And it was recorded and released to millions of people. He fucking destroyed him. He stood up for every fucking comedian that had their shit stolen by this fucking douchebag. Yep. And he became the Don of comedy. I don't even makes think him... he was Rogan level Rogan yet when he did. No, not even close, yeah, dude. Was, As a matter of yeah. fact, he got kicked out of the comedy store. He was nobody. But that earned everybody's fucking respect. The same way a mafia person whacks somebody and whether it's bones. fear, yeah, it just, you earn people's respect. And that's how we got people's respect. But since comedy is the number one arbiter of free speech, he is now the most prominent and dangerous person when it comes to controlling free speech, what's taboo, what's allowed. So if you don't think there's outside forces pushing in on Rogan, uh, you're fucking insane because, you know, we have a podcast with, you know, a fraction of the following he does. And I've had just a few stalkers and I'm, and I'm already freaking out, like, right. you know, worried about what I'm saying and where I go and looking over my shoulder and shit. Everyone always goes Rogan sold out. Everyone sells out when you get to a certain Donald Trump sold out. Everyone sells out at a certain point yeah. when you get to that type of money, when you get to hundreds of millions, you have to sell out. You have to sell. That's why they say there's no good billionaires. They're all assholes. Because you gotta fucking basically sell some of your morals or your soul to get up to that level. There's no way you're gonna cleanly just rise to a hundred million dollars. It doesn't happen. You gotta stomp right. on some people along the way. So when people are like, "Well, Rogan does this. He used to do this, and now he does that." Yeah, guess what, Bobby? Go do a YouTube video about the Holocaust. Yeah, <laughs> right. not gonna right. Yeah, I'm not gonna do Everyone, a song about it. That's right. for sure. <laughs> are you all of a sudden against free speech and a sellout? No, you just know there's certain lines that you make Bill Rupp say it, right? Like, you don't yeah. go there. No, I'm fucking with you, Bill, if you're listening, which you're probably not. I already uh, have a song for, for the Holocaust. But what's wrong with fucking Rogan having, there's probably 10 different Holocausts from the his higher-ups that write his checks, right? Yeah. So there's probably, hey, you know, you can't do this. You got to back off this COVID denier shit. You got to back off this shit a little bit. So he'll go hard in the paint. If you notice the process, then he'll back off. He'll cuck up a little. Let me bring Bernie Sanders on. And let me bring this mm -hmm. Joe's not a political person. He's not a Republican. He's never been. So just because he attracts a Republican because conspiracies, this is like the transitive property. Conspiracy theorists are conservatives, correct? Mm -hmm. Almost yeah. 95%. And conservatives and Joe Rogan likes conspiracy theories, correct? Correct. But by the transitive property, just because Joe Rogan likes conspiracy theories and conspiracy theories ha theories have to attract Republicans, Joe Rogan doesn't have to be a Republican. No. A banana's a fruit, but not all fruit's a banana. So what the Republicans, the batshit people go is, I love Joe. He fed me all this conspiracy shit, but now he's bringing on Bernie Sanders. He was never right. a fucking Republican. That doesn't discredit his conspiracy shit because he's not on the same political side of the aisle as you. He hates right. politicians. He fucking hates Republicans and he hates Democrats. Like, yeah, but the, the the important thing is he moved away from the devil's cunt to Texas and hot to Texas to be closer, by the way, to an Alex Jones who also lives there. Like they're fucking buddies. He moved closer to his conspiracy theorist buddy. Yeah. You know, 
I mean, I think that's that's a really important thing to understand. Is like, I think look, I think a important thing is finding out where all of these people live. I always think it's interesting to find. Even Prince lived in Minnesota. I thought that was strange, and then you see all the fucking strange activity that happens in Minnesota, including yeah. all the George Floyd stuff. So it's always interesting to see where these people live or where they end up, they end you know, up. like, like dude, yeah. the thing I said, and then we'll pivot over to fucking the monkey pox and get out of here. The uh, thing I said about uh, Naomi Osaka, when I was arguing with rackets and all these people mm-hmm. about how she's done, she's done. Her career's over. She's fucking done. She's been manipulated by the cabal. She's fucking it. She's been getting fucked by old Jewish guys her whole life. But everyone, wow, you're crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy. I go, you know how I know? Because you're talking about a very shy. You ever hear her talk? Naomi Osaka? Uh, no. I want to thank oh. everybody. For- <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding. This is exactly how she talks. Thank everybody. I'm really happy that I won um, uh, Wimbledon. And uh, <laughs> I love everybody. That's exactly how she talks. Everyone listening knows it. You probably go Google it right now while I'm talking. Put yourself on mute and listen to Naomi talk uh, afternoon. But the reason I knew that she was cabal corrupted and then she went full fucking social justice maniac is because she moved from a very calm place in Florida or wherever she was to Beverly Hills. Once she moved into the belly of the beast, she's done. What kind of tennis player moves to Beverly Hills? Right. Who the fuck? When the fuck have you ever seen a tennis player? And I asked Rackets and a couple of my other friends who know about that. Like, no one. No one fucking moves to Beverly Hills to train. Like, that's retarded. So you could tell a lot about a person by where they live uh, and where they choose to live. And that's that's important. So I agree with you on that. Yeah. I mean, even where basketball or just athletes move to, you know, like I always thought it was interesting that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving chose Brooklyn over the Knicks. And, you know, Jay-Z had an influence on that with Rock Rick, mm-hmm. Rock Nation. Why would you go to Brooklyn instead of Manhattan? You know, like like that, that kind of stuff didn't really make too much sense to it me. It made you sense know? to so, me just because I feel like when it goes to Kyrie and Durant, I feel like they both actually are on the outs with the cabal. So I feel like they could talk about going to the Knicks all they wanted, but they really didn't have a choice to go there. It was basically, they were like, yeah, you're going to Brooklyn. You're over here because you're not cooperating with LeBron. But yeah. And then they got, uh, yeah, they, they, they got swept out of the playoffs. Every year and a vaccine shit and all that. So let's wrap this up with yeah, monkeypox mic drop. So uh, we've been talking about the monkeypox. We're talking about the war games thing. We're talking about simulations. Uh, we're now starting to see, I mean, something is simple here that I think we're heading dead on track for monkeypox to be a real thing. I know everyone's over it and past it because there's 4,000 other things that everyone's focused on. I think we're right on track for this thing to become oh. a thing. And the CDC just raised monkeypox to level two and now wants level everyone two, to wear masks two. and everything when they travel to avoid it. So we're starting to see everything we said. But the big thing we said about the name monkeypox, Bob, fill them in. Well, you, I think we mentioned on a podcast, I said something like, how long is it going to take until they change the name Monkeypox because it's racist? And then you came up with a new name for it, like what, M19 or something? Yeah, MP19 you know, or some MP19 shit. MP19 or something. Um, you know, I was kind of joking, but I was kind of being serious because, you know, they're trying to like, you know, change like, you know, if it's like called the Asian flu or the fucking Spanish flu or right. like, like it has a lot to do with the origins and then they're like, well, it doesn't come from this or that, you know, but I, I know that they were going to try to get rid of the stigma, but the rebranding of it from monkeypox to whatever they're going to change it to is just like rebranding uh, global warming to climate change. Right. Mon- monkeypox is almost like an ex- exhausted term. It's already been used before. So they need like a sequel. 
So I can't wait to see what you know term they come up with for this new you know this new disease. I mean, we called it. We said James is going to change. Uh, we got a lot of tweets about it. So thank you, yeah. to the, the twelve of you that noticed out of the fucking forty five thousand that listened to the podcast. Only twelve people uh-huh. wanted to give us some props, Bob. I don't like that part, but uh, at least we got some props. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, we said this is what's going to happen. They're going to change it and they're going to rebrand it. And that's when you need to start shitting your pants because they're not worried about anything. They don't plan on pushing long term. If you remember, we never called this shit COVID. It was called coronavirus. Right. That's what it was. It was never right. called COVID. OK. And if you talk about all these things that are coming out, they always change the name. Oh, we don't want monkeys to forever be looked at as uh, these disgusting disease ridden creatures, you know, blah, blah, blah. So we're going to change it to MP19 or whatever but or when we think monkey black that's a you know negative uh, the connotation part of, yeah, the racist person. part of it is hysterical yeah like i mean the the race but that's part, being discussed you i know? can't believe they're even bringing that up like it, I, yeah. my brain doesn't even process the fact that they like kurt said it on the no mercy plus podcast it's actually racist to n- change the name correct because then you're there's point which yeah because i never point. thought black person when i heard monkey pox so yeah. if you're telling me we have to change it because they're connotating monkey to black people, I mean, fuck, where's your head at, bro? I didn't even think that. Uh, no That's point why I, I always think African-American think... box. So if you're the one saying we got to change this name, that means your brain is fucking thinking this is racist, which means you're the fucking racist. That's why I always think the left is the most racist because they think like that. I, I yeah. remember this. There was I was a camp counselor when I was like I 18. Yeah, it's already a bad story, but it's really bad pivot. No, remember but, when you told the camp counselor story and I said I don't like it? Remember when you were up to thirty? I might have. I might be telling the same one. No, I don't think I'm telling the same one. And there was this. Um, this is going to get even worse, like optically. But just kind of hear Great. me out. Awesome. Um, there was this guy who was kind of like the the you know like you know in your school you always had that one custodian that like everybody liked. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And this guy was almost like a. This is so mean. Like a sling blade. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Like, like custodian, he wasn't by the way, is usually the one who saves the day in the shows. Like the th- this is what this and guy then dies is. on his sword, which is his broomstick. This is what this guy is. Not a fucking bad bone in his body. So like after school, he's on a swing, you know, swinging with some kid. They're both laughing. I mean, he's basically like a kid himself, you know, and this like dad comes up to me. He goes, you know, what's that guy doing by my kid? Like that's, you know, like basically like he, he like spent five minutes thinking that this guy was like like a pedophile which right. is fine but like i was like man my mind didn't even go there right. you know what i'm saying like i didn't even go to that and this guy didn't go but the other person did it makes me think like whose mind goes to these places right. you know and you know it's the same thing with the monkeypox it's like okay so your mind hears monkey and you think black person I mean, immediately you gotta so- be an insane person I mean, dude, and so that is where, like, it's the same thing, like, uh, when they always change words to anything, is that they, they're the first people that go towards race. They're the first people that go towards anything, uh, you know, um, inflammatory, and they're always constantly changing the words. And I'm like, okay, well, your mind is always so focused on that shit. Maybe you're the racist. Yeah. Maybe you're the fucking pedophile. Maybe you're the one with the problem. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's it's... It's uh, it's crazy when you start to get into it. I mean, they're obviously one racist. We know that, and two, the left is also always race baiting. So they're going to try and find something, you know, to put in there uh, to make it 
you know, specific. There was something that just happened the other day where I was dying laughing because they started, uh, they claimed racism on something where I was like, that's not even how that works. Like that, not, like nothing. No, that, that's not that. Like it was so far off. I'll, I'll remember it the second we stop recording, I'm sure. But fuck, it's going to be stuck in my head. This is going to drive me insane now because I wanted for the podcast and I didn't write it down in my notes. Find it. I got to stop talking about it. Anyway, the monkey pox Play some on, a scale from one to, on a scale from one to COVID. Um, how extreme do you think the monkey pox will be? And where do you stand based on our, um, I think if they re, okay, I'm assuming they rebrand it. I'm going to say appears they're in the rebranding phase. So if they're in the rebranding phase, that's going to elevate it to level, whatever, uh, what one to 10, as far as like COVID, um, I'm going to say 8.5, just because you're not going to get the scare that you got. We're already prepared for the scare part of it, but as far as the, um lockdowns control i i think it could be on par or worse just because you're so seeing you, so policy you think COVID. you think monkeypox is gonna is the next COVID? yeah yeah oh, i think okay. it's i think it's COVID too, too you know like yeah. terminator two, the better version of it and yeah. you know so with 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 this you're already seeing like they're trying to give con- more control to the world health organization as far as like controlling policy once that happens then lockdowns are going to come from further away. And, you know, we're not, listen, even within that pandemic, my life didn't change that much. Even with all these fucking regulations and shit, I, I just went about my day. And right. I really feel like at some point there may be like forced jabs and shit like that. Yeah, I think so too. I, I'm standing by my initial thought that monkeypox is the next big thing. I think this is the next thing. Uh, Bob, you seem to be on board with it. I know Bill thinks we're fucking crazy. Like he thinks this is an absolute nothing burger and we'll see. But uh, I think this is huge, and I think they don't need, because everyone's like, well, you know, why haven't they started talking about deaths and stuff more? Do you know how much stuff they have going on right now? Do you know how many false flags they have going on at the same time right now? They got the January 6th hearings, which we didn't even get to talk about. We'll talk about that on next episode, because it's fucking going to be on for the next six months. They got the January 6th hearings that are running like a goddamn documentary. Dude, when have you ever seen a hearing start at 7 p.m.? in prime time Never. on every channel. Like Never. they literally did the first one. It's 7 PM on every channel, two, four, five, seven, nine, 11, and fucking CNN, CNBC, blah, blah, blah. Like who does he, it's, it's a fucking show. So they have, I that mean, it's, it's, a, flag. it's a kangaroo court. dude. Yeah. Like, they got that false flag going on. They got midterms coming up. They got fucking all the Trump shit. They're trying to bait Trump back in and his dumb ass is going to come back and give them everything that they need to survive. And they got school shootings going on. They're still fucking riding that train. Can't throw it all out at once. The second this shit starts to die down, you watch the first few monkey pox deaths are going to happen. And this shit's going to fucking explode to a level. I think it could be bigger than COVID, honestly. So I am still all I don't want it to be. I'd fucking love it to be a nothing burger. But uh, I think this is we said from the beginning and we'll end with this. Bob's final words after this. But we said from the beginning, if you go back and listen to No Mercy podcast in March of 2020, we said COVID is the beta test. This was the beta test. The NWS plan scripted that. The fucking uh, Event 201 scripted that. It all had COVID wave one, COVID being the light version of the fucking death kill thing that was going to come. So it's right on script for there to be another thing before climate change. I think monkeypox is it. Yeah, I, I, I can't disagree with that. You know, I mean... We may look back on it and say, oh, you know, maybe it was a false fact. But, um, you know, shit, man, everything 
everything is heading in that direction. It really is. The rebranding, I think, is the is the most. That's important the thing step. that put me over. Once they change the name, that's when it's like, all right, they're not just changing the name because they're going to get it out of the news cycle. They're changing the name. Rebranding it buys you another. News. Yeah, when you rebranded climate change because climate change wasn't working. I'm sorry, you rebranded global warming because it wasn't working. Changed it to climate change, and now you bought yourself another decade. You know, yeah, like it's like saying beef sauce, rebranding it to au jus and, and serving it with a French dip. You know, like yeah. au jus sounds a lot better than beef sauce. Yeah. You know, like it give me some of that words, au jus. Change the words of everything. Maybe everything. they'll put a French name on it, man. Put a French name on it and serve it up to people. I may I may get the Maybe, you know, maybe they should Monkey Jus vaccine. Monkey Jus. Uh, anyway, let's monkey get out of Jew, here. What? Running, monkey Jew, there you go, racist. Um, <laughs> we're going into a three-hour mark here, so let's get the fuck out of here. We'll save everything All else right. for the next podcast. Final words, Bob. Watch um, Norm McDonald's comedy special, uh, Nothing Norm. It was filmed like you could tell he's right at the end of his life. Uh, in my opinion, one of the, the greatest minds uh, in one of the few OGs left. Uh, well, until he passed. Was left. But... Yeah, yeah. He did this comedy special in one take without a crowd. He did it in front of a camera, no laugh track, did stand-up comedy. And you can tell he, he's, he's his comedic timing's amazing. And then it, it cuts to some of his comedy friends just telling really good stories about him. But, like, I, you know, you, you learn a lot about the dude from multiple elements. So I, I, would, I would check that out. It's called uh, Nothing Special. Okay, so I don't know. We're going to have to check the audio. On my earplugs, you disappeared. I didn't say anything because sometimes it still comes through fine. So check the audio and see if you dipped out. How, how long did I disappear for? No, no, I think you were fine. I think it's a Zencaster thing because this happened on No Mercy Plus where we couldn't hear Danny, okay. but it still came through. So just listen to that. Right. And if not, uh, just leave it or cut it or put farting sound. Effect. Yeah, I, you can use my I laugh can, clip. Uh, do it just again. add my laugh clip and <laughs> okay. if there's nothing there. Uh, and right. then, uh, yeah, so I'll end with get over to manscaped.com manscaped.com go there buy those fucking father's day gifts buy me and bobby gifts go use the code no mercy no mercy i love this fucking company and that's why i'm trying to work a bigger deal with them so go fucking hook it up too and buy uh as much shit as you can using promo code no mercy you gotta use the promo code or we get no credit for it you get 20 percent off and free shipping manscaped.com father's day any day forget father's day birthday any day but it's getting hot out this summer boys and girls your dad's balls need some attention Go take care of your dad's balls. I'm going to end on that note. So for Bob's Lessons, Bill Rupp, and myself, Tommy G, good luck. Stay questioning, motherfuckers. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. Ain't, ain't, ain't no mercy.